It's been approximately four weeks since you have likely last checked for an update on It Won't Turn Off, your favorite internet-based pop culture podcast. Yes. Yes. It's my favorite, for sure. My name, for those who are unaware, Mm -hmm. is Britton Rozell. I am joined... By the one and only, one and only, the we have crispy done crispy to my cream, okay, yes. the vanilla to my ice, okay, the Drake to my Josh, uh, okay, the yeah. incomparable, oh, Logan Lilly. Don't thank you. <laughs> that was probably the greatest <laughs> intro I've ever received in my entire history of being. And then people are standing up and applauding now. Yes, you, that can, you can't can see them. them. Or hear them. Well, you can't see anything. Leonardo DiCaprio right is behind us. Yeah, he, he gave me his Oscar. <laughs> he came back from the future, he wins the Oscar, and he gave it to me. Um, and I'm just going to melt it down and make uh, bling with it. Oh, I, I would do the same thing, yeah. honestly. I'd, I'd pawn it. I'd go to the Pawn Stars. Yeah, I'd go be, to the Pawn Stars, get like 15 bucks for I'd it. And meet Chumley. Yeah. And be like, you disgusting waste of potential. Tell <laughs> <And then laughs> them how you really feel, Britain. <laughs> Dang, son. That was awesome. Though. But yeah, this is It Won't Turn Off, the special, yeah. I guess. The super. This is our. The road to season the, two. The road to season two. <laughs> uh, I, li- <laughs> I like that. That's our title. All right, that's fine. That's our title right that's there, fine. The Road to Season that's Two. That's fine. Uh, yeah, so this is kind of, um, it's more of a less how do I want to word this less structured episode There's than we usually absolutely do absolutely no structure yeah we don't we don't have a docket up we just wanted to kind of talk about our breaks things yeah. that have gone on there's been a ton of news that happened mm-hmm. over the break you know a bunch of different things so we just kind of want to cover our thoughts on some of that stuff yeah um for sure and then gonna, we'll start in again on whenever soon definitely soon definitely soon yeah as um, the image that was posted to the facebook secretively yeah. said Get, as it says, get hype. <clears throat> yeah, please get hype. That would be nice. Yeah, get hype. Uh, all um, day, every day. Uh, I do want to say, Britton, before we get started, and we'll yeah. probably mention this again at the end, We, uh, for those of you who don't know, we have t-shirts. So. Oh, yeah, we're doing this first. This is the first thing we're doing. Yeah, this is what I okay, want everyone cool. to know. This is the most important thing. Yeah, over break, um, the, shirts. the shirts went out for those who ordered them. Thank you. Um, yeah, they look great. They really do. Yeah. Um, I still need to order mine, but I'll do that when I get paid, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they're great. They have our logo on the front and on the back. Um, our episode titles for the first half of season one, um, as if it was a concert series. So yeah. it's pretty, it was a pretty they're fun pretty cool. concept. Um, that. They're available in like 18 different colors, and you can get different um, types of shirts yeah, as well. Yeah, it's really... It's really neat. Like There's you look on how you can get baseball so much stuff. You can get like a Soft. baby shirt, a ba- yeah. baby yeah. onesies. Please, but if, if somebody <laughs> out there buys a baby onesie, it won't turn off. Onesie. We'll uh, we'll fly you out. Please, and please, we'll <laughs> please, good God, send me a picture of your child wearing that, and we will put it everywhere that it exists. If that's uh, okay, I mean, your baby will be a star. Yes. That's all we can promise. <laughs> uh, speaking of our get hype photo, my sister just commented on it. Oh, saying, did she? This is the best news ever. So, so thank, uh, thank, thank you. Thanks, Mackenzie. Uh, <laughs> huge news. If you're, if you're listening, yes. we thank you. Well, she, she listens. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, so probably. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, like this exact thing. Like, yeah. This. Right now. Right. That, like at that exact moment. So, we were. Yeah. And Mackenzie was fate. We were actually recording this. When you, con, so <laughs> there you go. Um, 
What a clinky dink. Anyway, so yeah, buy buy some stuff if if you like us and if if you really like us, you'll yeah. buy something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I really like us. I like us too. So if you, if you like us a little, you can buy it maybe too. a little. They're cool shirts. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, there's so we got that out of the way. I there's a lot of stuff. It. Um, we have a few things planned for yes. the season two. There's gonna be some changes, people. Don't get some don't changes. Get scared. Um, it's gonna be all good stuff. I think I'm excited about. Yeah, it. yeah. There's gonna be more videos, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Because um, we kind of are we gonna go into our specifics about what we're thinking? Maybe. Well, okay. I mean, we I'm, co- I'm fine with it. We kind of have a bit more time. Yeah. Kind of a little in a roundabout yes. way. Kind of a little bit more time a bit. A with bit more. things. So we might be able, hopefully, to get more video content out. Mm-hmm. Um, more interesting stuff. Well, not not that the video versions of the podcast aren't interesting, mm-hmm. but like original stuff, more like the um, Golden Girls intro well, that I we did. I just stuff showed like that, that to somebody again the other day. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's to, yeah, it holds up. It, it really, does. really does. Um, so that, more movies. Um, we're mm-hmm. thinking of streaming maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. At least once, right? Probably, yeah. Um, most likely a video game mm-hmm. on the PS4 right. or Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So there's that to look forward to. Um, I think that'll be fun and exciting. Agreed. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and then what else? We there, there we we've discussed, and you know, I guess we want to hear some feedback from you guys as well. Yeah. Uh, we've dis- obviously we're ov- open to you know. Trying a bunch of different things. Yeah, we're very transparent. We are very transparent, uh, see through. Um, <laughs> we are, we are, uh, we are made saran wrap, <laughs> if you will. Uh, <laughs> um, but we discussed doing movie reviews. Yeah. Um, so you know it'd be the same kind of format. I'd assume we'd do it in here, and we'd probably show images and stuff from the movie. I'd I'd expect. Yeah. If we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, something like that. Or you know, we don't want to. We don't want to fight the evil YouTube copyright. Uh, mm. No, as long as it's a review, we're fine because right. fair use. Right. Um, <laughs> but we want to do those, and in my thought, I what I really want to do with those is I want to make it so it's literally just Britain and I's thoughts on it. You know, yeah. not I don't. I wouldn't want it. To, you know, if everybody and their brother is saying it's the greatest movie of all time, we're probably going to disagree. Brent and I will probably disagree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's the thing is, I don't want to come in and be like, "All right, well, okay, no, I'm I'm assuming it's very good. I haven't seen it, but like, we'll just use The Revenant for example. Like, you know, everybody's said a lot of great things about it. It's up for a lot of Oscars, you know, whatever. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want to come in and be like, "Well, everybody else seems to like it, so I'm going to talk about how it's great." You know, if I see it and think it's yeah, it'll be our brutal garbage, and I'll say opinion. it's it's garbage. On if you disagree, yeah, that's I mean, why opinions exist? Yeah, and that's kind of been the foundation for a lot of our yeah, Britain and I we, we do have controversy. A lot of controversy. I guess. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not with each other. Ninety seven thousand percent of the time, internally we're fine. Britain and I are like, <laughs> yep, we both agree on that thought. But um, um, there are certain things that we do gr- agree about that we'll gr- we're going to talk about later because. Yes. yes. Well, we could, I mean, is there anything else you want to say there? We could just go right ab- into that about thought. about stuff that's happening. Um, yeah. So yeah, reviews. Um, obviously, we'll still be talking about things on the yeah, podcast. yeah. We're still going to do the podcast as it has been. I wanted I wanted to um, I guess with this season, quote unquote, I yeah. wanted to um, 
make a bit more standalone content so you don't right. have to sit through the whole podcast if you just want to hear about one thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it would obviously we would love for you to listen. Yeah, but I sure. I understand people don't yeah, have a lot of time. Don't have a full hour to yeah. dedicate just listening to us yeah. ramble. So but if if we have shorter YouTube more digestible things, things yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So aside from that, I think that's that's all that's new. Right. I guess that yeah. we're planning. Yeah, and I'm sure in between one day we'll, we'll just say something to the other one and be like, yes, we're doing that. Let's go. That's full that's hype, kind of how everything hype train goes. Steam. Full steam ahead. Full steam ahead. <laughs> Choo-choo. Right into the We're song. going. We'll, we'll, Brett and I are just going to be the like Nintendo hype train image. If you haven't looked, seen that. You oh, no, I've seen it. It's beautiful. I've definitely seen it. <laughs> I'll, I'll link it in okay. the, <laughs> the description. Good. Um, but, but, yeah. I guess one of the, I think, biggest things that probably people, uh, if, our, if we even crossed your mind, which I like to think we did. I like to think you. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. You reached for us over this break and we weren't there and it felt cold and you were lonely and you're like why have they forsaken me and it turns out we you know went home and had lives but um <laughs> uh, well if we talk about our breaks i'll explain yeah. um, i didn't really well okay no neither did i but we went home at least um but um i think the number one thing that people probably want to hear our opinions on because we talked it to death is Episode seven, our thoughts on it, yeah. our feelings, our true emotions. Uh, There's a lot of emotions. There let me are tell you that right all now. over. Um, we're I I guess we'll try to keep this as spoiler free as possible. Um, I, I'm in this weird position now. Where I feel like everybody in, on the face of the planet has seen it. I feel twice. like I've seen it twice. I think at this point, I've seen it four times. I think at this point, everyone who has wanted to see it, see it, has seen it. I think. Yeah. So I, I think we. It's fair to make that I'm assumption. I'm gonna say this. We're gonna. I guess are we just going? We're going full. Do you want to just go for it? Because okay. we're going full bore. Right. I will say that we're gonna talk spoilers. You can't be um, mad. I'll we're mark talking down right what now. Time we're starting. So then... mute it. No, don't mute it. Just skip ahead. I'll write it down. And it'll be in the description. Okay. Well. Okay. Yes. All right. So starting now. Now. Okay. Cool. And then we're just gonna roll. So. Yeah. Britain, your. Your thoughts and feelings. First off, did you like it? Did you not like it? I think we both know, but go ahead. All right. For the sake of the listeners um, in Listenerville. Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens was, quite frankly, everything I wanted it to oh, be. Oh, yeah. No, and more. Far. Like, quite far. Like, I... I, I messaged you like right after I saw it. Oh like, yeah. Honestly, I think it might be my favorite right behind Empire. For like, me, I have determined because that's now a question to come up is where do you rank it amongst your favorites? And I don't like it's gonna it would have to be an extremely phenomenal film for it to surpass Empire for me. Um for me, Empire's one uh Yeah, that's Jedi six well. to two for me just because like I lump those together because right. they flow like right in into each they other. Do. They're supposed they to. They definitely do, yeah. Um, and then I have to say, and it might be controversial. I like Force Awakens better than A New Hope. Well, it's no, I, th- I don't think me. it's controversial to say. I think it's because the Force Awakens has a lot of obvious callbacks. Yes, no, and there, there has a new hope. been criticism to that. And but no, I think it does it really well. No, honestly. I think so too. I don't think it's just like, oh, I'm watching A New Hope again. No, no. Like the people that have had that argument, I kind of want to slap. Know, well, slap, but I won't <laughs> assault anybody. You know, you know, anger management classes have been working. 
Uh, That's good. I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) No, but um, I do want to kind of be like, okay, then how are you the same people that see Fast and the Furious like every year? Because that's the same movie over and over again. You know, not necessarily they're the same people, but there's so many movies that have the exact same film as other films in the franchise. And it's like, I didn't go into Force Awakens and walk out and be like, I could have just watched A New Hope. It was a new story. Mm -hmm. It had a new feel to it. Mm -hmm. Yes, there was Mm -hmm. similar, you know, story arc structure to it. But it wasn't a a waste of my time. No, I I, I agree. Um, I think all of the new cast are Uh, incredible. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I loved every new actor and character in there. Yep, yep, yep. Like, Ray is definitely, yeah, she is like a believable character all of them are really like oh yeah they're very every single one of, of the new characters seem like real people mm-hmm. and i think it really plays to um the advantage of at least like kylo ren's character right because where anakin was kind of this in the prequels he's just kind of like a angsty yeah. idiot right honestly yeah um kylo he's He's, like, troubled for reasons that yeah. we don't know, I guess, because we don't know how his childhood was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's it's touched upon, like, it's very touched upon, slightly. Yeah. But, but um, it, it, I don't know, he's, he seems like a believable right, person. Right, and that's the thing, um, obviously we've already mentioned the spoilers, but um, that's the thing I think is so great in the movie is... The big moment that everyone obviously is talking about, and that's when you talk about spoilers, this is what you don't say. Um, you know, when Han dies, you know, if you're the one person that apparently ignored the spoilers and is still here, sorry. Um, Not sorry. <laughs> we gave you warning. Um, <laughs> when Han dies, it's I, it's genius. Like I That scene. I hated that it happened because, you know, I love Han Solo. He's right. my, probably my second favorite Star Wars character. Behind Vader, yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'll fight. I'll fight Kylo Ren That's fine. for Vader's love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but when it happened, I said from a storytelling perspective, it's genius. It had to happen. It's first genius of all. Yeah. because it, the problem with the prequels, besides poor writing, mediocre actors, too much. CGI, the actors are fine. It's well, just okay, no, yeah, the, the direction they well, were. Well, I mean, given except are. Hayden is. He's, if, he, he's, he's, better, he's, he's fine. Better he's better than the prequels in other movies. are. Yeah, he's better yeah. than the prequels are. But anyway, um, besides the plethora of issues that came up with the prequels, one of the biggest problems is there was no villain to like carry it through. Right. It was each one is oh here's Darth Maul he's really cool you know whatever boom and dead then, yeah okay whatever uh, here's Count Dooku there's no reason to hate him because you know nothing about him and then boom uh, escapes into the distance escapes at the end and then dies in the beginning of the third one and then you have Grievous for a hot second and it's like okay here's Grievous <laughs> he's really cool and there's no reason to hate him because you know nothing about him and then he's dead like there was no there was no I mean I guess you could argue Palpatine well was yeah he's the whole present time. in all of them but he's but not he the villain until the, the third he one. wasn't the opposing force yeah um and, th- and that's what I think lacked a lot, is you didn't really have a solid um, antagonist. Like, it always felt like it was almost a monster of the week kind of thing for the movie of, like, yeah. oh, here's this bad guy. He's going to be dead by the end. Um, but now with Kylo, you have the similar feel that Vader did of, like, okay, you have one villain. You know, they were beaten by the end of the movie, but they're ba- they're coming back. Right. And I remember thinking that was one of the first things I thought of when I left the theater is, like, how genius it is that he kills Han because 
no one in that theater when that movie happened was like, oh, thank God. Like, yeah. nobody was like, oh, thank God Han Solo's dead. And if you did, I mean, you're a terrible Harrison human Ford being. might have been. <laughs> thank Harrison God Han Solo's dead. Yeah, maybe Harrison <laughs> Ford, but that was it. Um, but, like, so then it gives everyone in that theater a reason to hate him. And then now he's back. But, like, I really like Kylo Ren. No, and I like Kylo <laughs> like, Ren, a lot. too. He, I think he's... He was intimidating. I think he was, you know, a lot of people have been ragging on uh, when he takes the mask off and they said, like, Adam Driver wasn't intimidating enough. I think he's fine. I thought he was fine. And I think that's the point is he's supposed to be unsure of himself. Yeah. He's not the I've just fully given in to the dark side and and evil that Vader was. I mean, even after he killed Han, I honestly believe that there's going to be some other subplot with him dealing with the light side of the force. Right. Because, like, I honestly, I don't think he knows or that a majority of people know either that Vader was redeemed at the end. Yeah, no, because that's the thing. I saw somewhere where it's like, well, why does he worship Vader if, you know, he turned good at the end? Nobody. Look, Luke so was the only people, one there. Yeah, Luke's the only one that knows that he was redeemed. Yeah, you know, I guess they. Luke's I think probably Leia witnesses him burning Vader. I think maybe. You know, yeah, or him yeah. coming back from it, but, um, it's still not. It's still not like it was widely put out. Like, oh yeah, Vader became a good guy. Yeah. Like, so there's the, no. Yeah. Reason. The Empire sure as heck would. Oh say no, that. they would have fought that. They would have fought <laughs> that for sure. Um, I have to say that it's just so well crafted. That oh movie. yeah, no, honestly, because like, all the concerns I had going into it were answered. Because mm-hmm. one of my biggest things is like I love Star Wars to death, and I'm glad that it's the Empire again, and not you know like the Trade Federation or you know whatever the Sith, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, let's negotiate taxes. Well, and I'm glad, but my first thing was like from the first trailer, from the first trailer that showed us nothing. My first concern was, like, why are there TIE fighters? Like, why is the Empire still here? Mm -hmm. And they answered it perfectly. It was just, you know, in the absence of Luke, um, you know, and I love how they explained why Luke wasn't there, too. It was, you know, he had his, one of his um, Jedi trainees, his nephew, no less, turned to the dark side, and he blamed himself and couldn't face it. Which is kind of, like... I think Essentially, he, the same type of thing we assumed was going to happen. Right. Like we we had assumed that it was right. Um, his son, but right. But hey, we yeah. were close. But I like that. And then in his essence, um, you know, the people that were left that were still Empire supporters started the New Order, and it yeah. like. So I liked that there was an explanation for everything. I like that the First Order is kind of led by like kids. Like young adults, yeah. like yeah, it has a very it, neo-Nazi kind of feel. It's it's like to it. none of them are super experienced, even though they're yeah. acting confident. Yeah, specifically in Hux's case. Yeah, like yeah, when you, he's the first one to escape off of um, off of uh, Starkiller Base. Right. Um. Well, and then you, I think for me, when you really notice that, like they don't really understand the scope that they're facing with, is when they fire the weapon, he looks afraid. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It, it's, like, confidence that, you know, like, okay, we're doing this. But, like, you have, like, a fear in his eyes. And I think that's really cool. Like, you – in the original trilogy, which obviously I still love to death, you know, it's just like, okay, fire it. They blow up all drawn and everyone's like, sweet. Like, there was never a moment where they're like, like, we're evil, but, like, holy crap. Right. And, like, I think it's 
a lot of the stuff that's callback to mm. New Hope, it's on a different scale. Yeah. Like, well, and the, that's go ahead. They blow up a whole system, not just one. Yeah, planet. they blow up four planets. <laughs> which that's my thing, Britain, and uh, this is something I want to discuss uh, real quick. Is did what was the planet like? Did they? To me, that one planet felt like it was Coruscant. It's not. Um, it's not? Okay. Uh, Poe says what system it is. I can't remember off the top of my yeah. head, but it's not Coruscant. The second time I saw it, I went into it looking for that information. Right, because when I Because I left, thought it was Coruscant. I was, too. like, gasping. I'm like, oh, my God. No. No. <laughs> yeah, when I, uh, when I um, left the theater, my, that was the first thing. I was like, not the first thing, uh, but it crossed my mind. I was like, did they blow up Coruscant? Yeah. Because, like... That's a game that, changer. That's huge. And like in the movie, even they're just like, oh, darn. And I'm like, if that was Coruscant, <laughs> like that's trillions upon trillions of yeah. lives. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay. That's good to know it yeah. wasn't. But um, yeah, that's my the one small gripe I had with it, which I have like many, many, many. I, had, I just have a few things I would have done differently from a right. like directorial standpoint. One thing I didn't like is the. Well, and I'll explain why. At first, it seemed stupid. I didn't like that they were all new planets, and solely because they were just pseudo-planets for the other planets we're used to. Right. Because Jakku, everyone on the face of the planet was like, okay, so it's like Tatooine, but more desolate. Yeah. It it, it could have just been Tatooine. I understand why it wasn't from a story standpoint, but whatever. Um Ma- the planet where Maz was, I don't even. Know I don't what they think said. it gets get. I don't think it gets a name. Like okay. I know it has one, obviously. But that I was don't basically think they like it. okay, it's pseudo Naboo slash Endor. It's pretty. It's pretty, yeah. <laughs> Which was cool. Uh, I like Maz a lot. No, Maz was a cool character. I really like her. Um, and then. You had Starkiller Base, which was like it's pseudo Death Star slash also Hoth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Some of them, like, I was just like, either have the environments be vastly different. Right. Because here's the thing. When you think about it, not very often in sci-fi at all, let alone Star Wars, do you see a planet that doesn't have one theme? Like, why does all of Jakku have to be desert? Yeah. You know, like, if you think about Earth alone, we have desert, we have snow, we have, you know, lakes, all every, yeah. like, the diversity of an ecosystem. But very rarely in, you know, when you see new planets, is it like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like Earth. Right. It's always like, I mean, you know, you <laughs> expand even to Star Trek, you know, Vulcan's mainly arid. Um, yeah. You yeah, know, you look at those kind of, you know, planets as well. There's always, like, one theme. And I was like... Why? Like you never see a complex yeah, on a, on a planet wide scale. It doesn't particularly yeah. make sense from storytelling. It makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah. You yeah. don't really. Yeah, but I don't know. So, so that was my like. That was only my like really tiny gripe. Is like you either make the environments different enough so that people aren't like. So it's not Hoth, but basically Hoth. It's almost. It's very nearly Hoth. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, the only thing really is at the end, I would have kind of wanted a bit more closure to that scene. Yeah. And it's Um, held way too long. Way too long. (laughs) Like, I felt like Ray should have been like, are you going to do something? I'm just standing here looking kind of scared and confused. Which is really funny. I was like, and Mark Hamill, who was not really in this movie. Yeah. 
How much did he get paid to stand? Stand at the top of a mountain. <laughs> and look sad. <laughs> slash, like, concerned, I guess. Concerned? Yeah, Which I don't know. I also noticed... I didn't like that helicopter shot. It, no, that It kind of... Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I also... This time, or uh, the, like the fourth time I saw it, um, I really noticed... Is he standing by a grave? Because there's like a stone that's very it's, flat and yeah. in like a very specific way. And I'm like, is that supposed to be a grave or is it just a rock? It could <laughs> be. It. I mean, if it's the ruins of a Jedi temple, mm-hmm. it Which could be. Like you notice some too sort of when thing. she walks up through the, what I assume is the temple part or whatever the stone part yeah. was there. You can tell that he was like there. Like there was like food or something yeah. sitting there. So he's been like. Present. Present. Yeah, he hasn't just been he hasn't just been standing on a cliff for like thirty, 30 years. years. Or how or however long. long yeah. yeah, we don't know. But um I thought it I thought it was really well. I thought it it felt how well, I'll put it the way that my roommate sent me after he saw it and he's like, you know, I'm happy that Star Wars finally got the sequel it deserved in nineteen ninety nine. Like it finally yeah. was one that felt like it should have fit with the original trilogy. Yeah, no, I you know, the agree prequels. With you. I, I don't hate the prequels, and I know that's something that sometimes is controversial that you don't hate. Well, them. there's things to that. There are problems. There are definitely yeah, yeah. But there are definitely problems and things that the prequels, if they were off on their own, and it was let's make just a joke. Uh, <laughs> it's just like oh, this is star conflict. And it was like a different series, and it's literally done Star exactly aggression. the same, and you don't have any reason to compare it right. to the original trilogy. They're good films. You know, they're not like masterpieces of cinema. No, but by they're any means. Fine. But they're fine movies. Yeah. But when you put them in Star Wars, then you have to compare it to the original trilogy, and the answer is always going to be they're not as good. Yeah. No, um, and I think that. Um, the new trilogy that is being started with The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, it finally feels like it should fit with yeah, that. Yeah, and I'm definitely hopeful for how it's going to, you know. Me too. I'm super go. excited for 8. Me too. Because from too. everything I've heard, it sounds like it's going to be better than 7, and 7 was fantastic. Yeah, and uh, one, one thing I'm glad um, that was still in Force Awakens was, like, the humor that's yes. in the originals. Yes, it was... And here's what I thought. I thought it was a little more humor than normal um, for Star right. Wars. Like, Star Wars always has that bit of humor, but it's usually, like, a sarcastic yep. kind of humor. Yeah. Um, but it was just the right amount. Yeah. I feel like if there was much more, I'd be like, okay, this isn't a comedy film. This is Star Wars. Um, but it wasn't so dry and bleak, you know, like a DC movie, <laughs> right? Uh, superhero movie, or that, just like emotionless, like most yeah. of the prequels. Yes, yes. It was like just the right balance of like, yeah, it's okay to laugh, right? At these movies, right? Yeah, but yeah. So I think overall it was as good as it could have been. Yes, I think I agree, and it it's. I think it does a good job of being exactly what it's supposed to be, and it's, it was a reintroduction into, mm-hmm. you know, the franchise that you love, and it's kind of like, sorry about the prequels. <laughs> yeah, a bit. A bit. A bit. Um, there are some elements from the prequels in it that I really like. Um, I like that you can see the lineage in Kylo. Like, yeah. you can see Ana- some Anakin in him. Um 
I, he definitely lo- Adam Driver looks a lot like Harrison Ford, like in his facial features. A little, kinda. yeah, yeah. Like his nose, and really, has, and his has like kind of forehead. That, um, um, Christensen. Yeah, his hair is very. Sorry, I hit the mic. Very How callback you? to uh, Hay- uh, Hayden Christensen, yeah. and specifically when he yells "traitor," I love that scene at so much. Finn, it's so similar to how um, Anakin yells "liar" in yeah. Revenge of the Sith. That I was like, you could. It was like it was an almost like they that's tried the to best plan part of that out. movie too. Yeah, no, that's a good. There, I loved the fight in the forest. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and one th- okay, so a couple things. I guess we're getting into more of the theory based theory based things conversation. So we sure. know we know we like it. Uh, we loved it. It was great. Uh, <laughs> period. A plus. Uh, great job. A plus. Um, a plus. Yes. Can we a agree plus. on an A plus? An a plus. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so some of the more theory based things is I saw something and this was really cool because a lot of people are judging Kylo and saying that he's. You know, I'm sort of like, oh, he's a kind of a pansy. You know, he's no, not really I, that. you know what? I stand with Kylo. No, I, I do. I, he's still not favored over Vader. For no, me, no, but he's but he's cool. I think he's a good villain. I me think too. he's better than anybody that was presented in the prequels. Yeah, by far. I mean, far. Darth Maul looks cool, but let's be real, guys. He doesn't do anything. Speaking, I know he comes back actually, in the Clone Wars, and there that, is but. some Darth Maul stuff that's going on. Um, yeah, in Rebels. The season, yeah. the season two. I don't know if you you've seen Rebels. I haven't. I haven't watched Rebels, but I've kind of like seen it, bits and pieces yeah. of like things that are coming um, on it. The season two trailer ties in a lot to the Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, uh, the main character Ezra finds a lightsaber with the cross card style, uh-huh. um, but it's green and it looks like he's in a Jedi temple type area. Okay. He also finds a Sith holocron and meets someone called the Old Master. And if you pause it and look really close, it's very clearly an old Darth Maul. Oh, that's cool. So it's kind of really cool, actually. That's cool. Um, so I don't know what that actually means or why I brought that up, but there's but. there's hints to why things exist in Force Awakens, as well as some of bringing in things yeah. from um, Knights of the Gold Republic, which right. I think is cool. Right. Um, and then Leia's going to be on Rebels yeah. now, mm-hmm. too, which is cool. Well, not I think maybe a guest character, not a consistent. Ahsoka's back as well. Yeah, so, I saw that. Yeah, because I knew lightsabers. a lot of. I knew a lot of fans were a huge fan of her. Ahsoka's um, cool. Yeah, she's a, she's a good character. I uh, went to, uh, as you know, I went to Star Wars weekend. Yeah. Uh, which has actually ended up being the last one, which is crazy. Um, and she was one of the guests, uh, awesome. voice actress, um, for her, and that was pretty cool. I also got to see, uh, uh, the the Emperor was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian. Mc- David. Anyway, yeah, he was there, which is cool um, as well. And then the guy that voices uh, voiced Obi Wan on the Clone Wars, he was kind of John Jonathan. John, oh, um, John, not John. I want to say Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but that's the little kid from. Home. Yeah. Um, I kn- I know his name, but I cannot remember right now. Yeah, uh, he has like a three name thing. Too. Yeah. Anyway, um, he was like the host for us. So that was kind of cool. That's cool. But um, anyway. Back to what I was saying. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, so people, but for me, and it, he did some stuff like it blew my mind in the beginning when Poe shoots at him and he stops. That was the blaster so bolt. cool. Cool, like, like I, that's never happened. No, like that's I've never There's seen. There's absolutely no account. Of I that mean, I right. have seen. I mean, Vader tanked like what eight shots from Han on yeah. Cloud City. You know, I've seen obviously. 
you know, Jedi's and Sith deflect blaster bolts with their lightsabers but like all actually the time. stopping, but like a stopping it bolt, with the force. Like... I've that's never, to my knowledge, I've seen. Happen. And then he holds it without paying attention. Yeah, like so he does have crazy force abilities. Yeah, clearly. And then someone brought up too the entire movie. It's like it's almost. It's almost an advertising campaign for how how awesome of a weapon um, Chewie's bowcaster is. <laughs> because Han used it for the first time, and yeah. he's like, whoa, this is crazy. And then they use it, and every time somebody gets shot with it, they get sent back, like, <laughs> 20 feet. Yeah, it's really cool. So the whole movie, they're just like, this, this weapon's awesome, it's super powerful, yeah. whatever. And no one stops and realizes that Kylo gets shot with it and doesn't move. He just kind of, like tanks a shot that like yeah. everyone else I mean it goes straight through him like yeah and almost. then he proceeds because that's another thing a lot of people bring up it's like oh yeah he fought two inexperienced people great it was like he did that yeah. while his like insides were probably trying to come outside <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so there's that and the fact that he's much like Anakin kind of like while Siths are supposed to be emotional mm-hmm. and use that passion for their power, mm-hmm. which was cool. I liked when he hit his side because it was like yeah. he was making himself angry from the. It's just he's he clearly still has a way to go. Yeah, with and his he, training. as we said that as Snoke said, you know, he needs to finish his training and that kind of stuff. But um, so I think you know, all in all, I think people are really underestimating and not really starting to consider like some of the stuff he does in that movie. Yeah, that makes him a very intimidating enemy. Yeah. I um, agree with you. And I honestly I really like the temper tantrums. I Oh yeah, I, I think it's I love cool. that so much. Um, um but yeah, also stuff as far as um story and lineage goes, like Ray with all the flashbacks, mm-hmm. um relating her s- sort of we don't know for sure yet, but we're most people are 99% positive she's somehow related to Luke. Right, and that's that's that was the next thing I wanted to bring up that we're going to discuss. In um, the Disney Infinity 3.0, when you're fighting Kylo Ren, he calls Rey cousin. So Right, which I had heard somewhere that it's was misheard, but I, I feel like that was a mistake uh, and they just were trying to um, cover it up that they didn't, you know, whatever. No, um, I, it's it's very clearly cousin. Yeah. So. Because yeah, that I had saw like Disney's official response to it or something, and it was saying it was like misheard, but I think <laughs> they let a spoiler slip yeah, through. Yeah. Because that always happens. So there's obviously everyone wants to know who Ray is related to. You know, whatever. Yeah. That's one of the big things they left unanswered on purpose because you and do still need mystery, some mystery. Mystery Go, there. Yeah. Um, so everyone's assuming that she is Luke's daughter, and. There's so many implications towards it that, like, that's what I'm sure it is. But there was one theory. If it's not, I'll be surprised. Right. Well, not really surprised. Like, I kind of want it to not be that. Right. Because of how set up it it, it seems right. like it's, it's going to be. So, it's almost forced down your throat. Right. Um, so that's, that. like, I you're right. I'll be kind of surprised if it's not. Um, but there was one theory I really liked. And I'm not saying I'm, like holding on hope for this or that I think that's the true answer. But I read somewhere, and at first I, like, dismissed it, and I said this is garbage, but um, that she could be Obi-Wan's granddaughter. Right, because you can hear Obi-Wan's voice in the flashback. And, you know, 
but the argument is like, well, you never saw a family or anything like that, and he was a Jedi, so he couldn't have had a family. And I mean, Obi-Wan of the Jedi is definitely the one who sticks to the code right. as far as all of right. the fiction goes. But I could see ways that you could get around it for sure. I mean, the Jedi Order was disbanded, you right. know, pretty much like the only Jedis that were left were Yoda and him. Yeah. Um, so, you know, who's to say that when he was there for what, like how many, 20 years, I think. Yeah. I think there's 20 years. He was there for a while. Between uh, Revenge of the Sith and I think Luke's like 20 when in A New Hope or, you know, in his 20s. Maybe, maybe like 19, 20. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, Anyway, in there that like, who's to say that he didn't have a family? You know, I mean, it's possible. Down and you just didn't see them, you know, because whatever. Um, but then, you, as you said in the vision, you do have you have Obi Wan speaking to her twice, mm-hmm. which is kind of. But then strange. you have the imagery of Luke. You have the imagery of Luke, and you do have also Yoda in there. Yoda, yeah. they use the clip from, I think, Empire of him when he's describing the Force. Yeah. Um. But it's it's interesting that they, because they got Alex Guinness and they took the word afraid, mm-hmm. that's actually how they got it, and they so they got him saying Ray, so they took the Ray out of afraid, yeah. um, they edited it to have that in there, which is like okay, why go through that much why effort? Just, yeah, and then they got Ewan McGregor to have him say this is your first steps, at yeah. the end, which it's like. Okay, why why does Obi Wan have such a connection to this? I mean, the, the lightsaber. I mean, I guess yeah, maybe <laughs> the lightsaber wasn't it's his seen possession things, man. for twenty years. You know, maybe there is some kind of implication of right. The Force leaves a print on things, mm-hmm. and like he's um, been around the lightsaber even when he it right, wasn't and he's his. still around. He's a Force ghost, which yeah. I actually would love to see. Um, Ewan McGregor come. Yeah. And be a force ghost. And you could easily explain that away. You could just say, Definitely. you know, that Obi-Wan appeared uh, as old Obi-Wan to Luke because that's the only way he knew him. Yeah. So there's, like, he wouldn't have to appear that way to Ray. That makes sense. You whatever. But, I mean, we have the practical makeup skills and technology that we right. probably yeah, yeah. make Yeah, we it probably could make him look as similar yeah. to Alec Guinness as you can. Um but that's one thing that I kind of like is I like the idea that, you know, maybe she's a Kenobi, which would be pretty interesting neat as well. Definitely just because I, I like it more so just because that explains the vision a bit more. Um, and it also kind of I like it because it turns the traditional theory that everyone's thinking on its head. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it depends. Like, it could be what everyone thinks it's going to be. That BB-8 is her father. That BB-8 is her father. Or it could be something... You know, like the Kenobi theory. So yeah. uh, either way, I'm I'm okay. Or, or she could literally not be related to anybody. Which that's I would, true. Which I would not have a problem with. I know it's more of a storytelling narrative if she's the cousin of Kylo. Well, yeah, and the fact that it's it's supposed Luke's to be a cycle. Master, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but but honestly, uh, I almost wouldn't mind if she wasn't related to anybody because I think people get really confused when it comes to the Force. Because it's not how the force works. Yeah, well, everybody. It's always. I remember when I was talking with my parents about it when the um, first trailer came out. No, second one. And we were talking about Finn and that kind of stuff. And you see him with the lightsaber. Well, not in the second trailer, but whenever the first time you saw him with the lightsaber was. So then, you know, obviously they pulled the like red herring 
there and pretended he was force sensitive right. when he wasn't. Um, and I remember it was something that my mom said, and she's like, "Well, how is he force sensitive? Like, who who is he related to? That he could be related to literally anyone." Well, yeah, he could be. Um, number one, but number two, like. And that just struck me because I was like, you don't have to be related to somebody. It's like the force isn't genetic. Like no. it is, you do see a genetic trait to it, but literally you could just have some guy that nobody in his family was ever a Jedi and just like, oh yeah, yeah I can move things with the force. It's like Harry Potter kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like Harry Potter. The fact that any, it, anyone could have yeah. the affinity for magic. Right, yes. Which I like that uh, the force is now magic again. Yes, I like that it's <laughs> magic again. They're not like, yeah, yeah. They just kind of miss the midichlorians, um, which is good. Uh, I do <laughs> want to touch briefly on uh, Finn as well. Do you think Finn is related to somebody, or I think Cause that's still left up as a mystery? And they do address that he was taken from right. A fan. Someone. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe. Because it would be cool if he was Lando's son. Like, there would be no need for no. that whatsoever. But it would just be kind of cool if in, you know, 8, they bump into Lando and somehow they figure out that, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm your son. I mean, it, it would make sense, I guess. And plus, I kind of want to see him be reunited with his family because it was kind of refreshing to see... Finn escape the New Order and then get accustomed to the, like, world outside of yeah. it. Um, so it'd be kind of refreshing to see him interact with, like, like he was so excited to have a name. Yeah, that's true. That, like, it'd be cool to be like, I have a family. You know, like, that That would just be kind of cool to see. Plus you get to bring Billy D. Williams back. I love Billy D. Right. <laughs> Hopefully with the snazzy outfit he yeah. wore to the um, premiere yeah, well, I also kind of want to know, like, because I kind of want that to be a story and not mainly just because, like, you don't need to attach all the new characters to old characters. No, no, you definitely don't. I mean, don't. case in point, Poe. Poe is one of my favorite new Poe's characters. great. I loved Poe to death. He was awesome. And he's not. He's Poe Dameron and his, you know, family was just in the rebellion. And that's yeah. it. There's nothing like, oh, yeah, I'm secretly Admiral Akbar's son, but for some strange reason, not a Mon Calamari. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the force. The force did it. <laughs> it's not how the force it's, works. It's it's because his parents had a had a force tree from Luke. Yeah, and no. uh, it it changed. <laughs> right. No, but so that like he's case in point that like you can literally just have a new character that's yeah. awesome. You don't need to connect them. But I almost want it more from Lando's point of view because I want to see how Lando would react to his son being kidnapped by the New Order. Like yeah. I, I'd love to see that character's reaction to. Look, you know, I fought with the rebellion, whatever, and then, you know, to destroy the empire, and then now basically the empire's back, and they took my son to be a stormtrooper. Yeah, it would be a um, more personal story that I think would be cool. Yeah, I just would like to see that play out. It definitely doesn't have to, you know, uh, you know, Finn could just, you know, that could be left a mystery that you just never know about his childhood. Because I mean, it's not like his character or Ray's for that matter really depend on. No. Their lineage. Like, they are strong characters in their own right, right regardless of who they're related to. I like their friendship, too. Like, yeah. I found that really refreshing, like... And potential budding romance yeah, between be budding Finn romance. and Poe. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's that, the buddy-buddy uh, relationship or... Yeah. 
you know, whatever uh, as well. <laughs> There's a lot to read in a lot yeah. of the scenes. Yeah. But then I I feel like Finn has a thing for Ray, but I think yeah. she doesn't have any inklings no. back, no. really. I mean, there could, and it do, that totally wouldn't matter. But yeah. I kind of liked I, – it felt like such a good – they already, they, yeah, they, like and, those three. I mean, I know Ray didn't really react. I mean, act with Poe at all. Like you didn't see them together right. in, in a scene. Um, but I liked the buddiness between like Finn and Poe, and then Finn and Ray. Like I yeah. liked them just kind of like we're friends, mm-hmm. and I, I liked that feeling. Yeah, I agree. And BB-8 is amazing. BB-8 is great. BB-8 is great. Let me down at all. I love him. Yeah. So, is there anything else that you have to say about one last the Force the, one last thing, and then we can finally move on? Sorry, guys. Oh no, you guys know how we're. No, stars. I think this has been a good conversation. Um, I do want to address the Snoke theories, and it's, yeah, one thing is first off, every other week you just get these absolute ludicrous theories on who Snoke um, is, or like George Rubbings. Every other week. I swear I go online and it's like a new theory. And it's like, yeah, basically. BB-8 is Snoke. And I'm like, okay, shut up. There's like no evidence for that. <laughs> and my There's thing, no evidence. My thing that I want to bring up, because they have finally said, you know, Andy Serkis said, no, he's not Darth Plagueis. Which is good. Which I'm know. so happy about because yeah. I was like, they literally addressed the fact that he died. And that's the irony of his story is yeah. that like he tried to master death and then Sidious kills him. Mm-hmm. And but but that's first it. they created Anakin. But first they created Anakin. Yeah. Let us sink in. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, and then you know then there now there's a ridiculous theory that he is Darth Vader because he has like a cut in the same no. spot. No, stop that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but he's like burned to death. Like he's he's dead, and we've seen his ghost. Yeah, unless they like cloned his ashes, which I don't know if you can. That seems that. like a difficult process, I yeah. would assume. Um. Anyway, so that one's garbage too. My thing that I even wanted to bring it up about is, why do people think he's someone else? Why can't he's he just, just be a, this guy yeah. that's a, a dark Evidently Sith that's just been hiding, I guess, for a while, and his name's Snoke. Yeah, I mean. Everyone's like, who is Snoke? I'm like, he could just be a guy named Snoke. Yeah, like, come on, man. I think... <laughs> they, it's not like people are like, but who's Poe? They say his name's Poe Dameron. Really? But he must he must actually be uh, uh, Wedge Antilles' son. They actually um, they addressed this in the comic books. Well, Those okay. are canon. Yeah. But, um, they are canon. But no, um, Snoke... He, you know, there's an, enough planets and enough systems in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Galaxy. We had never seen the ones that were in this movie before. Right. So he he could have just been on, and he could have been on Korriban, you know, like he could yeah. have been traveling like Luke was trying to find Sith temples. So right. Yeah. He, yeah. He could just be, a, you know, a Luke-esque person. Yeah. Just, you know, evil. Right. Yeah, because that's the thing, too, is like, Nobody even knew where to look for Luke, so they're implying that the galaxy far, far away, if you want to call it that, um, that Star Wars exists in is so vast that, yeah. like, they're literally, even though they got a piece of a map, or like, I have no clue where that is. Yeah. You know, they needed the rest of it to say, like, oh, okay, in our galaxy, we need to we need to go there. 
like they got a piece of it yeah. and were like that showed planets and different things in that small piece that BB-8 had. Well, got. Um, <laughs> no, he had it the whole time. Yeah. Um, well, a majority of the movie, yeah, 98% of the yeah. film. Um, that they were, and they literally were like, no clue where that is. So it's, yeah. if the universe is that big, then it, you definitely easily can have these Sith and even Jedi characters out there that nobody knows existed. Yeah. So, I mean... I also want to bring up, this has nothing to do with Force Awakens, but it's something I learned over the break. Okay. Um, there is officially, and it doesn't have a name, but it appeared in like a comic, and I think it's still canon. I think it's one of the comics that's still canon. Okay. There's an Ewok that's Force-sensitive and is a Jedi. Shut that's up. That's amazing. Shut up. It's amazing. He has a little blue lightsaber, and he wears <laughs> a little blue Jedi robes. <laughs> it has no name, and it's just in like one panel, and apparently jumps out to like save some Ewoks. And, and it's amazing, it. <laughs> and I and I love him so much, and I want him to be real. <laughs> well, okay, it, yeah, that's that's fantastic. Thank and I want that. Okay, other small gripe with Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, no Wicket. I love Wicket. <sighs> oh For those of you that are unfortunate to not know, Wicket is the Ewok that Leia interacts with yeah. the most. You know, he was not the leader of the Ewoks. That was Chief Chirpa. I know that because I love Ewoks, and I'm weird. Um. But uh, Wicket was kind of the main one yeah. in Return of the Jedi. He wears a little, like, orange hood. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted him back. I wanted to – and I would have cried. Like, he didn't have to do anything. He could have just been, him. like, at the base and this little, like, like, gray-haired Ewok, like, limps out. And I would have just been like, you don't even have to say it. Standing in between Akbar and the guy from Heroes <laughs> when they're looking yeah. at the map. <laughs> yeah, he's just like – <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that would have been it and I would have well my my friend Mike and I when we went to see it we were making because that was the fourth time I saw it and we were in a theater with like there was ten total people including yeah. us because it was a Thursday night and it had been out for like two months mm-hmm. well I guess it has yeah, it ha- yeah. Um, Al- almost I guess a month but you know whatever yeah Um, <laughs> and so we were like making jokes, and uh, you know the part where Kylo um, goes to pull the lightsaber and it goes to Ray instead. Yeah. We were talking about alternative versions, and one it like goes over and it like just like you see the woods, and then it pa- pans down, and it's wicked, and he's just like yup, yup, and then <laughs> lightsaber the lightsaber. size of him. Just <laughs> yes, and then um, Mike came up with one where it pans over and it's Admiral Akbar, and he's just like. It's a trap. <laughs> and then lights the lightsaber. <laughs> I would have died. It would have been everything. And then every time Akbar was on the screen, we kept making jokes that he was trying to imply that something could be a trap. He's like, well, he it, it could be a trap. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. Um, but, yeah, it was good. Yes, we can now put The Force Awakens to to bed good, for discussion. good experience. At least today. Until um, new... Theory surface. I'm sure. All right, no, no, no more spoilers after this. Gotcha. At that was probably like almost an hour. Forty, <laughs> yes. So yeah. Um, speaking of Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, I played a lot of a game. A lot of a game called uh, Battlefront. Well, that I played. Okay. But um, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yes. The MMO. Yes. Um. I had tried it when it came out, and I wasn't yeah. super in love I with it. I tried it when it was free to play, and I wasn't in love with it. Um, but I I went back to it. Um, did you Now, did you go 
force sensitive because I tried to be a bounty hunter, and I think that ended up ruining the fun of it for um, me. I have a few characters at this point, but the right. one I got to max level, did all the story stuff with, was um, the Sith Warrior. Okay. I played a light side Sith Warrior. Okay. So, like, a Sith Warrior that, you know, isn't a total jerk, n- jerk to okay. everyone and everything in the planet right. and galaxy. Um, and honestly, like, th- a majority of the game, it's just kind of, like, pointless decisions mm-hmm. and quests. But... When you get towards the end, things start like actually mattering, mm-hmm. and then in the um, the Rise of the Hutt Cartel expansion is when it really like starts becoming more of a Knights of the Old Republic style mm-hmm. single player experience. Gotcha. With like likable companions mm-hmm. and choices that actually do something, and um, that's continued into the Shadows of Revan expansion and now the Knights of the Fallen Empire, mm-hmm. which I've actually been really enjoying. Um, the they're up to chapter ten of eighteen, I think, at this point, and they're releasing on a monthly basis. Um, and I mean, it is it's it's a fine game. It's just um, if you don't buy anything, it it's kind of hard to mm-hmm. get to the end game um, on your own, basically, because like. You have to be a subscriber to expand your inventory slots. You have to be a subscriber to use the cargo-based storage. Mm-hmm. You have to be a subscriber to get regular experience because after level 10 or 30, um, your experience basically gets cut in half, Okay, which is great yeah. and a smart game decision. Right. Take that with a heavy um, dose of sarcasm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's... I don't know. Like, it's not that I loved it but i did like experiencing a lot of the story um, right. that was presented as it doesn't really feel like an mmo mm-hmm. um but i mean i love mmos so yeah. there's that right but yeah so i mean if if you are looking for a star wars game to play um it's it's all right it's if, okay if, like if you like the knights of the old republic and right. you want something to continue that kind of story but more on a more galactic scale. Yeah, I w- I would recommend playing it. Um, the only thing is, it's just it's kind of you know it it falls into the same problems that a lot of MMOs have with grinding and fetch quests, and right? Pointless yeah. things, yeah, and ugly outfits until you unlock the outfit designer. Like, yeah, but yeah. So I yeah, I played okay. a lot of that um, mm-hmm. and Battlefront as well, yeah. which you had mentioned. Let's see. Um, which is good. Yeah. I'm really interested to see one of the first DLCs coming out and yeah, that kind of stuff because that's the thing is I do really like Battlefront and it's absolutely, it's an absolute gorgeous game. Oh, and it's yeah, fun. It, it it's really super is. fun to play. But for me, it's just like I am to the point where it's like, okay, I get it. Andor, Hoth, Solace, Tatooine, repeat. Yeah. Like um, it, it just feels... Almost, I don't want to say bland, but I almost like. No, it it honestly it it kind of is like it's fun. Yeah. And there's challenge. And, and the maps are huge, and yeah. there's so much to them and interactivity. But it doesn't but, feel like it has the same character that a lot of Star yeah. Wars games, specifically right. Battlefront One and Two, have had. Right. Because I feel like I'm always on just like the same four. Yeah. Well, you are always on the same four planets, but it's like instead of feeling like yeah, you're it's Hoth, but we have like 
three di- we have different Hoth maps for different yeah. game types. It feels like they only made four maps, and I'm just on the same four maps over and over and over and over and over again. I really like the um, fighter combat. A yeah, lot. no, that that was probably my favorite, and I remember saying I was like, it feels like a next gen like Rogue Squadron. Yeah, no, it does. Um, the only thing is, is the Rebel ships are superior super, in yeah, they do. every single way yeah. to the Imperial ships. Yeah, and I was super bummed when they said that was a game mode. I was like, heck yeah, that's awesome. I was super yeah. bummed when I went in and it's like X-Wing or A-Wing. And I'm like, but I want to fly a Y-Wing because Y-Wings are my favorite, number one. Y-Wings are cool. Y-Wings are super cool and they do have an appearance in Walker Assault, but I want to fly in one. Yeah. And then they have B-Wings, which are awesome. Um, like I, I, And I'm assuming that maybe might be part of the DLC. They might add more ships. Well, they're adding four more characters but the heroes and villains yeah i don't um, know who they're going to be though if they're not including yeah they um, said yeah, they're not including prequel or force awakens yeah they're only focusing on the the battle of jakku was the only thing that they said is going to even remotely be similar to right so i don't know who they're going to add honestly right which and that's a problem too is jakku is cool and it does have a different feel from tatooine which is nice that they make tatooine more rocky yeah, and Jakku is more soft. Yeah, sand. you had said that um, when we had talked about yeah. it before. Um, but it still just feels like it. Uh, you, I don't it's, feel like it's, it's really a new hard map. to tell the difference. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, just a different part of Tatooine. Yeah, but um, no, I, I, I don't. I yeah, like I don't it. know. Like, I for sure Chewbacca has to be one of them. Like, I feel like Chewie Most has to be likely. one of the heroes. But like, I, I don't really, know. who else can you add? Like on both sides. Well, I'm hoping, honestly, big dark later. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm hoping definitely Yoda or Obi Wan. Yoda or both, because Obi-Wan. my problem Chewbacca. is is on the Empire. I know the only person that uses a lightsaber is um, Darth Vader, mm-hmm. but it's like the Emperor uses his. You know, lightning. The, the Emperor looks ridiculous in this game. Yes, he does. He looks so funny. <laughs> I, I, I always joke when I play as him, I'm like, I need to get my arthritis medicine. Yeah, like the way he <laughs> walks is so stupid, and then he does those flips and stuff yeah. through the air. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> it's goofy. Like, I like it, but it's so goofy. Um, but, like, the, the Empire for heroes-wise feels different from the regular characters, because Boba Fett has the jetpack, or when you're Han or Leia, which I like them, it's just like, yeah, you're just like a better version of the people you already yeah. are. So I want somebody that's like their fighting style is different enough where it's not like blaster combat. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so that's why I would like. I mean, definitely Chewbacca would be fun. Mm-hmm. You could do cool things with like Wookiee strength and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, I'd like to see Yoda or Obi-Wan just so you could have another lightsaber user or force user at least so your combat's different. Yeah, no, I agree with you because... I don't know who you do for villains if you're only sticking to that. Like, yeah, that's that's Moff Tarkin? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Grand Moff Tarkin joins I, the battle. <laughs> you're just like, I can't do anything but to be snooty and British. Watch out. And people just die from his snooty British. Um, I don't, like, like really, there's no Like, unless you go into the bounty hunters more like... IG-88, like, that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the be, Sarlacc? The Sarlacc. <laughs> I would love IG-88, but I, I don't know. Like, who else would you do? The um, You'd the, have uh, to go to the Bounty Hunters. That, that's the only... Unless you're doing the Java. The interrogation droid. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> beep, 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 
Oh no, a hyperbolic. Watch out! <laughs> it's gonna get you. It might poke me. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um. Because villains, why, like, the only other person, like, Jab- Jabba, Jabba but, like, his way what are you going to do? Just, like, have Jabba there and be like, I can't move. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> like, Speaking of huts, um, you have to fight one in the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gets in this, like, mech-type thing, basically, because it can't actually fight you. Right. And it, it's the most ridiculous thing, thing in you've the ever world. Witnessed, it's like, that. just, why was this necessary for any of us to witness? Yeah. But, well, do you want to switch gears entirely, Britain, and discuss what we discussed earlier about a certain trailer? Uh, yeah, I All guess right. we should. Okay, I'll I'll lay the foundation, and then we'll go into this. All so, right. as many of you know, the Suicide Squad is has a movie. Unfortunately, it's so edgy, man. It's edgy. Um. And they had their second trailer <laughs> came out yesterday, right? It was yesterday? Uh, yeah, yesterday. I have something um, that relates to this, so don't mind me. I'm going to pull it up. Okay. Um, and online, you know, Britton and I both watched it. We watched it just again. Well, not all of it. I guess we stopped it before the end. I've, I've seen it, though. Yeah, no, but we I watched it on my own. Britton watched it on his own. We watched a little bit of it again before we started. And a lot of people are, like, like very in favor of it. Which, you know, everybody has the right to their opinion, but Britain and I both agreed, I think it still looks like hot garbage. It, it, it's, if anything, it looks like hotter garbage than it did before. Yeah. Like, you know how with um, Donna Justice, I've kind of been warming up to it. Yeah, like we've, I'm slightly excited for that movie. I, I'll, I'm fine with watching it. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Yeah, no, like before I was going out of nerdy obligation, like I feel like... <laughs> Yeah. I feel like at the opening they're gonna take roll, and if you're not there, then they take your nerd your card. Nerd card, yeah. Um, like, but now I like actually kind of want to go. There was so. one point in which the two um, correlation, not the correlations, the two, you know, interests. If 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 you're picturing Dawn of Justice and the Suicide Squad on a bar graph. Okay. And there was that one point which I had the same level of excitement for both, which was right. very, very low. Very minimal, yeah. Very minimal. And as time has gone by and we've seen more of Dawn of Justice, I've kind of been more excited for it. Whereas, as, uh, as literally as we've seen more of Suicide Squad, it has been dipping oh, yeah. below into the negatives. Yes. Right now it's like negative 57 last time I checked. Yeah. It's- like. For me, if you haven't seen the trailer, go watch it. It's worth, I guess, looking at just for your own so you can make your own judgment on it. Arguably the worst use of Bohemian Rhapsody I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah, no, I actually felt like they should apologize to Queen for using it. Mm -hmm. But for me, especially with the use of Bohemian Rhapsody, and then now they have this new... Which I didn't realize last time, though, the other, the first trailer they used kind of a... I don't want to say a rock song, but that's not, it wasn't an original, it was like no. a cover of an old song. Yeah. Now it has um, like, you know, Sunset Overdrive? Yeah. It it feels like that, like right. the same type of um, right. aesthetic. And then they have like a new logo for it, and for some strange reason, the like Suicide Squad logo is exactly the same, but now it has like a multicolored neon. Spray paint looking skate park. Like, like it looks like it. Like, you know how the Joker's car looks in the trailer? It's like they took that and applied yeah. it to 
every bit of yeah text. It looks for some very reason. poorly done. Yeah, to be fair. Um, <clears throat> it just it, and I don't know. People really like it, but to me, I just can't. I think it looks so terrible. I, and, I I feel like I'm still gonna go see it just because. Well, I like Will Smith. <laughs> I do yeah. like Will Smith. Um, and I, I feel like once again, it feels like an obligation. Like I feel like I'm like. It's one of those things that sometimes I feel like I have to go see movies just because people are gonna be like, "Well, you're a you're a nerd, and you right. know I saw this, and I want to talk about it with you. And if I don't see it at all, then." They're gonna be like, "Well, you haven't even seen it." There will be a point in which I see this movie. Yeah, yeah. I I'm not gonna go to the opening. I don't think unless we somehow should, we should go numbers. to a reduced price showing yeah. at yeah. the place that has reduced price showings. Yes, and free popcorn. Um, for sure. Um, but I don't know. I, one thing that it did bring up to me, and I had this conversation with somebody the other day, and it, it was because I had brought up. <laughs> I still hate how Jared Leto's Joker looks. Me I don't too. care what anybody I says. Really do. I think it looks like they tried <clears throat> to make it edgy, and then somebody was well, like, that's exactly dial the edginess up by and eight. Give him, give him grills. Yeah, give him grills, and then literally tattoo the word damaged on his forehead. Well, I, uh, that's not there anymore, at least. Well, okay, that's not there anymore, but he still has all the ridiculousness. Um, anyway. People, people were comparing. Apparently, people were comparing his Joker to like the same bombastic presence that Freddie Mercury has had, and that's why they used Bohemian Rhapsody. And I'm like, shut up! Like, no, no, that's an insult to Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And then um, um, I have this quote from um, director David Ayer, who apparently wasn't safe from Jared Leto's twisted vision. Um, the quote goes as follows. One time I yelled cut and Jared turned to me and said, what if someone just stood in the middle of Wall Street and yelled cut? Maybe the monkeys in suits would forget their trained routine of going to work. My jaw hit the floor and it never really came back up. That's when I thought, is he getting in character to play Joker or is Joker that's something that's been in him all along? Sometimes I would go to look into one of the cameras and I noticed Jared had put something in the lens. It was stuff like, what if cameras were guns? Would you buy a mass murderer and lights camera insanity? I had to ask him to stop because I was getting too scared to direct. So he just like, is the role of the Joker like a curse? Like, Jack Nicholson <laughs> seems to have been the person that's only, like, crazy enough that it didn't affect him at all. <laughs> yeah, he was but, already like, there. Heath Ledger went off the deep end, and that's what ended up... He had to take a bunch of medication, right? Because yeah. he was having, like... And panic attack Panic attacks, and then yeah. he overdosed. Because, um, I mean, Jared Leto's weird, for sure, but I never... Mark Hamill's fine. Yeah, Mark Hamill's fine. <laughs> He's the best Joker, at least voice-wise. Um, uh, Troy I, Baker's okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Um, but uh, God, uh, it like, just makes me hate it even more. <laughs> but one, but one thing that I had a realization of why I don't like DC. I don't want to say hate because I still haven't really gotten a look at. Um, I mean, obviously nobody has, but Batman v Superman, um, legal eagles. But <laughs> I'm still going st- to stick to that. Um, anyway, they is that DC, when you make movies, especially movies in the superhero, comic book, fantasy type 
genre, there's a fine line between realism and fantasy. Yeah. And you have to have that balance because if you go too much fantasy, you end up with something like the third Hobbit movie where you have Legolas running up falling stones. I really didn't like it, the third Hobbit movie, No, I, I, I unfortunately, I, I didn't really like it. I don't see why Hobbit it was necessary. Um, well, the second one was very, it was good. Um, the first one, too long. The third one, I literally was like, the book was done 20 minutes into this. Exactly. And I know that's not, it's not Peter Jackson's fault. It's not at all. It was definitely... He was forced into yeah. making it a trilogy when that book's not long enough for a trilogy. I can see two movies, <laughs> but not three. Anyway, um, well, you end up with something like that where it's like, okay, you have Legolas running up stones that are falling and making, somehow making for, I mean, up, I guess, upward progress. Yeah, he does and that it, all the time. What are you talking about? But anyway, <laughs> like, in that, it's like, you. I understand that you know elves are lighter than people are, and yeah, like he doesn't, he didn't fall through the snow when they were, you know, on that mountain. I don't remember which mountain it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like physics don't work like it's not that. an anime. Yeah, like that, that's not like physics. Physics don't. So like then it removes the audience from believability. Right. DC, on the other hand, kind of takes realism too much. And, like, they do still have suspended belief with, you know, obviously Superman still has all of his superpowers right. and whatever. But Man of Steel, I want to say, focused way too much on his, like, he's an alien. That guy's an alien. Yeah, and we're dealing with how alien. aliens react and also to aliens. Maybe Jesus. And aliens, and I guess Jesus. <laughs> and And I'm like, yeah, like, Superman's always been an alien, but it's not like every comic was like, but how are we going to deal with aliens? Yeah. It's, it was just kind of like, okay, yeah, this guy's an alien, but he's our alien, so yay, America. Um, yeah, exactly. And, you know, so I, I was having this discussion, and, and Suicide Squad's a perfect ex- example of it. They can't just take the villains as they, I guess, heroes in this movie, but villains. Anti-heroes. Anti-heroes. They can't just take <laughs> them for what they are and make it... Just like okay, there's the here's the characters. Yeah, like they have to over exaggerate things. Harley and I, and I don't want to say re- this like from that trailer. I do not like no. that Harley representation at uh, no. all. No, and that's the thing too is Harley just and I, I this could go into a full discussion on female stereotypes and my favorite Harley probably will always be the animated series Harley. Yeah, no, but yeah, that's very. Um, but like, there always has been a sexualized nature to her. That's just right, just how and same with Poison Ivy. Written and yeah, Poison Ivy for sure too. And I think comics, the comics themselves, are slightly trying to move away from those, but not right. very fast. Well, at all. in in the New Fifty Two, she got away from Joker. She's right, you know, like kind of leading a group of misfits, but they're right. not evil. You know, right. like yeah, they're they're more antihero. Kind of like the Suicide Squad, but right. not as ridiculous. But in Suicide Squad, they had to take that, and she's like, any anytime she's wearing anything, it's like Daddy's little monster. And like, yeah. in the trailer, you see she's wearing like a like a bikini bottom mm-hmm. for the like not even they're not even shorts. No, oh, and she you know just steals a purse off the street. Yeah, which you know, is like hey. she's a she's a bad guy, so whatever. But like. How she's dressed and how she's portrayed, like they had her licking the baseball bat, baseball bat, but yeah. then also she does it to the cell bars in the first yeah. trailer, yeah. 
and she's like a stripper at one point. Like they like, over sexualize her, and I'm like, and I think that's because of the realism. Like, oh, we don't really actually know how to like handle this character, so let's just make her like have daddy issues and be a psycho- psychotic, but also like. I don't want to use the word skanky, but kind of. <laughs> uh, and so you have that. And then you have, you know, Jared Leto's Joker can't just be like, here's the the Joker's story is actually simple. I mean, there's no answers, really. Like, you like it's not really full. Like, there's different iterations of who right, the Joker right, right. is. But it's literally he's just the contrast of Batman. Yeah. Batman had a travesty happen to him when he was young. He vowed to make sure it never happened to anyone else. Right. You know, I'm going to fight against injustice and that kind of stuff. And the Joker's the reverse to that coin. He had a terrible tragedy happen to his wife yeah. in some iterations. In, some, so in yeah. some iterations. It was his wife and unborn child, right, too, didn't In some. In some, I think, yeah. yeah. And then um, there's others where Joker's like Batman's mom. Yeah, and then, it's the <laughs> and then Earth Thomas. Too, yeah. yeah. Then. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> and it is the reverse of that coin. And he his reaction to it is that, life's a joke and nothing should be taken seriously and you shouldn't hold on to anything because, you know, it's just going to be taken away from you. So his reaction to it was like, I'm going to teach this lesson to everybody and cause chaos. Yeah. But they can't, like Hollywood doesn't just can't take that and they make it like he needs to be an anarchist and he needs to be Chaos doesn't doesn't need to be be like cracked out crazy person. Yeah, you, you literally can have him... Like DC, when they do their movies, despite them being comic book movies, are afraid to make them too comic booky. Yeah. Whereas Marvel, and you know, you can argue that DC, from a film standpoint, you know, they're they're better shot, and you know, like, you know, stylistically, right. whatever. But I like <clears throat> Marvel better because they're like, yeah, they're comic books. Like right. we don't need to stop and be like, yeah, this dude just breathed fire, but. He did it because he um, uh, used yeah. to, you know, whatever, like a circus. Sir, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> and goes into it's just like Enchantress yeah, possessed by a witch. Yeah, who Enchantress, by the way, is possessed by a demon. Let's just like, I don't know why it had to be a witch, but fine, whatever. Killer Croc still looks awful. Killer Croc looks terrible. But they, like, they stick too much to realism right. in DC that Marvel just doesn't care they're like okay yeah here's the romanoff twins yeah she does magic Come they are me. definitely most certainly not mutants <laughs> yeah, they're not <laughs> mutants but she, she does magic they're doing doctor strange and it's not like oh it's not really magic it's a side effect of no, scientific it's, it's experiments. super magic it you yeah. know whatever it's literally like yeah it's he magic was bestowed upon by Tilda Swinton. he became the sorcerer supreme he does magic yeah it's not like thor is like uh well, he's not really Thor. He's an alien, and mm-hmm. he's just a beefed-up roid head. Right. And his powers are a result of whatever. He's it's, a human lightning rod. Yeah. It's literally like, yeah, no, he's the god Thor, like, from mythology. Yeah. And they do try to explain, they're like, yeah, our magic's what kind of you consider a science. Yeah. But they still is like, no, it's comic books, so we don't have to care. I made I made the joke to my friend when I, we were having this argument. I was like, if The Avengers was a DC movie... Age of Ultron, 50% of it would be the Earth trying to react to the alien invasion. Yeah. Like, none of, like, in Age of Ultron, which that might be a fault to some people, people weren't reacting to the aliens, but it's just like, you need that suspended disbelief. Like, you need yeah. that line of, like, this is fantasy, 
it's grounded in yeah they're in new york city and they do follow the you know you don't have cap walk off a ledge and then like somehow like walk across an open space to the next <laughs> building like there's the rules of gravity and physics still apply it's just that these it's, characters it's just that you don't have to explain yeah. that like yeah, in reality, Cap's shield wouldn't bounce back that way. Oh, in in Winter Soldier alone, the amount of like falls that Cap yeah. and Bucky have, like they would be dead. Yeah, but the, they don't need to explain it because it's like they're superheroes. This is fantasy. Yeah, but DC has to, and that's what I think. Suicide Squad, it, its biggest downfall is they try to make these characters but ground them in reality. Yeah, too much. You have Deadshot, but. From the looks of his background, he has to be. He's like it was like a. He looked like a pimp in that yeah, one back no, he, he totally story. Did. Like they have to make him these extreme parts of like actual real society instead yeah. of just like. Yeah, like I want to see what they do He's with Killer Croc because I feel like Killer Croc they're gonna be like he signed up for scientific experiments and this is what happened. We're literally the DC comics version is just like. He was born with a weird disease that gives him alligator skin yeah. and, like, teeth. And he's big. And he's big. And he eats people. Yeah. I, honestly, Like, I'm even kind of surprised they even have um, Enchantress, like, possessed at all. Like, I feel like they were, like, <laughs> anyway. Um, I think if that movie doesn't end in some sort of, like, Joan Jett tribute song with all of them in a band. <laughs> yeah. Singing Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Or something yeah. along those lines. Um, and that's definitely they, they use Bohemian Rhapsody one hundred percent and the new color scheme. My first thought exactly as Britton said it was like it was a copy of, I think they're seeing Suicide Squad as their version. It's of punk. Guardians. It yeah, it's like it's like a punk it's rather a punk than like soul. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think because they're like Suicide Squad's their biggest risk they've taken, really because that's true because. Literally, sadly, the Wonder Woman trailer, um, trailer, Wonder Woman movie is the biggest risk they've taken because they've only ever given us Batman, Superman, Batman, Superman. Yeah. We tried Green Lantern once. Sorry, it sucked. Um, that being said, <laughs> the Wonder Woman footage that they did show at it was it was like a TV special. Yeah, it was on, it was on yeah. TV. Um, it looks fine. Like, yeah, no, it really I'm, does. Yeah, and that should had, honestly be getting more play than. Yeah, Suicide Squad. But. Yeah, but uh, it's just as our favorite phrase is, it looks like hot garbage. It really it, does. It really does. Like I'm sorry. I'm sure I know people who are excited for it. Um, yeah. I know people online who are excited for it, which is baffling to me because yeah. usually the internet hates everything. But I just, I, you know, some people like it, and I'm not one of those people. I mean, well, if, I, I mean hey, if you if you're 12. Yeah, and still in middle school, and you really you want some edgy entertainment? Then hey, Suicide Squad. Yeah. It's peachy thirteen. Yeah, but, but I don't know. It's just like too. It's like too stylized. They could. It wasn't like. It felt like for each character they had to. Okay, like we'll just use Killer Croc because he looks the worst. Like um, justifiably, like justifiably, are, like worst. some of the worst character design I think I've seen in a movie in a very long time. Right. He doesn't. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it was like, okay, uh, I felt like they had, like, pictures from the comics of, like, okay, we figured out our cast, which is weird because, like, some of the people in Suicide Squad have, like, never been in the Suicide Squad before. Yeah. Like, and then I there's don't... just a white guy with beard. Who yeah, Who is that he, guy? Like, um, <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't know who that is. I forgot what his name is, but he, he is a in guy the Suicide with gun. Squad. Yeah. <laughs> Gunman. Um, gun guy. Um, 
but it's it was like they somebody handed me like okay so you want to have Killer Croc and they're like yeah we're gonna have Killer Croc and they handed him a picture from the comics and I looked at it I looked at it and they're like okay well why don't we make him just like normal guy sized well let's make him look like a football player and you know let's make him look like a bully from like an eighties like an eighties high school movie. Let's make him look like you and left the just, thing in a swamp for, like, 50 years. Yeah, and then we'll just put him in, like, a Letterman jacket. And give him some cheap things. And make him look like a mix between, as I said, an 80s, like, high school bully and, like, a 1950s, like, greaser. Mm-hmm. Minus the hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And, like, okay, that's good. And hand us Harley Quinn. It was like, oh, man, in this picture, she's got, like, cleavage and short skirt. Well, let's put her in a bikini bottom and a shirt that says Daddy's Little Monster, and we'll just make her look like she's got a lot of daddy issues and make her over-sexualized. And the thing is, is Harley's story is that of a person who genuinely means well but goes too far. Right. That's that's her character. That's where her character begins, basically. Mm -hmm. And she's definitely, like, in the comics and the continuity of it all, gone from this kind of, like promiscuous joker thing like mm-hmm. play thing type yeah. character yeah to more of an independent a stronger back to yeah. almost who she used to be thing yeah and like it felt th- this it's just it's kind of countering all of the progress right. that harley has made in the comics at least it felt like their goal was to like redesign each character in it instead yeah. of just drawing their inspiration from it i have to say the one that bothers me the least is Deadshot. He, yeah. Which yeah. Deadshot in the like the trailer is literally just like it's Will Smith. It's just Will Smith. Like I like it's <laughs> not Will Smith acting. No, it's, as, just, it's, it's just it like, like Will Smith. they gave Will Smith the lines to say, and he was like, "All right, I'm Will Smith." <laughs> and, <they> just, <laughs> and I'm sure he'll be like, I like Will Smith a lot. I do. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure he'll be fine in it. But it's if just kind of like he'll probably be the strongest performance yeah of all well, yeah of them. probably um but it felt like they handed the like it was like an assignment to be like redesign every character except for um what's her name is is it just it's katana yeah yeah, yeah. hers is like the most Teen Titans. <laughs> yeah. Hers was the most, like, loyal one to the comic. Like, she looks like herself from the comics, which yeah. is great. Everyone else, they're like, but how can we redesign this character? Like, the Joker... Enchantress looks like she grew up in a dumpster. Yes, she does. And then <laughs> found, like, the makeup section of a Hot Topic. Yeah. Um, the Joker was literally like, okay, you know the Joker, like... Iconic character, yeah, you know, like we pro- probably this is too still too dang soon to be doing it after Heath Ledger, but okay, <laughs> um, yeah. Why why don't we make him like a over the top crazy punk like anarchist? Yeah, you know, which even those are the best characters. E- even Ledger's like he had somewhat he anarchic fringed qualities. on like the anarchy, yeah. anarchy, you know punk rock almost not really not, not really quite, no but like he said he got his not punk rock but like almost like a rock star kind of not attitude toward him but but like all eyes are on him 
Right. Kind of. But he still, Ledger still made it, you know, it was about the jokes and he had the classy clothing. and. Ledger's Joker was a person. Yes, he was a person. Yeah. Um, Leto's is like a stereo. It was like, it was like somebody walked in and was like, draw me the stereotype of an anarchist. Yeah. And there you go. Paint him white. It was like, okay, draw me the stereotype of an anarchist. Now paint him white, um, and make his hair green. Okay. He's the Joker. Yeah. And like, maybe, maybe that's the point. Let's find the person to like make him overact as much as possible. Maybe it's supposed to be super meta and it's just a joke. Ha 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 ha. Maybe. Ah. See, that's the thing, too, is it looks like... Cause it looks like the they're Joker, trying so the hard. The Joker is not working with the Suicide Squad. So it looks like he's the... He's the... Um, not antagonist, but... Kind of the... Like the not antagonist, There's a word for it. Um, secondary antagonist, but there's a word for it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what it is. So anyway, but that looks like what his role in it is, which... It's I don't I don't know like I it's just so like we know from it's so ridiculous that their thoughts are oh let's send Harley Quinn and these villains to go fight the Joker and yeah that's totally not gonna blow up on our face no 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 Harley's totally not gonna try and get back with him well like the thing is is well the... like in the comics now she probably wouldn't no but no, like no. i feel like they're not gonna go that route like i feel like it's just like, gonna the end's gonna be a twist and it's gonna blow up in their face well there's a lot of stuff like in the comics specifically batman um like joker and batman like bruce they're back like mm-hmm. they had died right Spoilers, yeah I guess. nobody sorry nobody dies in comics um but they're back like, and they it was actually think. a super like really good issue and it's Bruce Wayne, who has been kind of living as a um, daycare worker. Daycare worker? Yeah. Who, like, all the kids love him, and he's loving his job and his life, and everyone around him is like, no, we can't break this person. Right. Because he says so much taken from him, et cetera. But he then, he's sitting on a bench after realizing that he's some, I forget exactly who tells him that he's Batman. It's one of the Robins, actually. Okay. Um, like the the Robin's gang, not... like the We Are Robin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The leader of them mm-hmm. finds him and basically tells him. So then you see Bruce sitting on a park bench, and a man walks over, sits next to him, and says um, something along the lines that ends with "It's funny how things work, isn't it?" And then you see it's Joker, um, and then like two moths go to a light, and it's like, oh, it's yeah. But anyway, symbolism. Symbolism. Um, but I don't remember where I was going with this. Okay. Um, never mind. Joker. The Joker, yeah, and Harley are like two different. They're in different worlds at this point. Right. With the comics is what I right. meant to say. But, um, so I don't know. It just I, I feel like the ending is going to be very predictable for me. I mean, we'll see. I guess when it gets closer. Whatever. Like, but... If it's following any of the traditional story, Harley is there because she's been with the Joker. Right. And you see them together in the trailer. And when you have, which I hate so much, the Joker's, like, pimped out Tokyo Drift car. It's bad. It's terrible. Like It's bad. It's, unless he's doing it as a joke, it's like, oh, yeah, this is my car because, you know, whatever. But, like, it doesn't look like it. Like, when he steps out of the car and, like, there's set photos of him getting out of the car. He looks like he's, like, a high roller in Vegas and was, like. With the, the dumb purple jacket that he has. Yeah. 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 
and it was like this was his prize money, and he was just spending it recklessly instead of what the Joker no, would actually do. No, but he has do. underlighting because he's above the law. Right. <laughs> um, right. Uh, but, yeah, there's problems in yeah, that movie just, that I can already see, and I haven't seen it yet. So. Yeah, it's definitely forming and concerning. Um, yeah, definitely. So we'll see. Um, as far as... I agree, though, with Batman Superman, I'm getting more excited. Yeah, well, did you that. see the art with um, Cyborg, um, Aquaman? Wonder I did Woman. not. I'm going to look that up real yeah. quick. Um, it looks, you know, all the designs are pretty classic, and mm-hmm. they look good um, in my the style. With my only concern with that movie at this point is how it's not going to feel rushed. Right, right. I mean, I think that, um, obviously, I'm not the biggest fan of Zack Snyder's movies. Um, I never have been. And maybe this is the one that proves me wrong. But, um, like, it it definitely seems like they have a different tone than when the first trailer came out, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, when the first trailer came out, it was very dark, kind of, like, unpolished, gritty feeling. Mm-hmm. And now it, it seems more like a Dawn of Justice, like, as the, the right. title implies. Like, it seems more like there's hope to these characters and to this dark world that they're in right um, i still am upset with uh oh here's the cyborg concepts those are pretty cool they're one of them like standing all yeah, yeah 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 um, here i'll find it okay um but um i think it's pretty obvious now from what i've heard that um that the third act is them gonna be actually like working together yeah um which is cool, but it's just still concerning for me. Like, how are they going to fit all this in without it being weird? Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to, like, really judge at this point where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. But um, I can't find the this picture. It's bothering me. Um, actually, wait. Hold on. I'm sure this is really riveting um, audio for whoever's listening right now. But um, it's just like... Well, here's part of it. Aquaman's cut off, but he's on the other side. Um, the thing is, is that this is the movie that's supposed to tie into the Justice League extravaganza. The Wonder Woman movie, um, which we've seen footage for. The Aquaman movie which the poster has been released but that's about it as far as i know um so i just i don't know like if this movie is going to be enough to lay the groundwork for those mm-hmm. because with avengers you had all of this setup already so like you knew these characters and you have superman from man of steel but that's it so you're right. kind of being reintroduced to this Batman. You're going to be introduced to Wonder Woman. You're going to be introduced to Cyborg all in one movie. And I don't know how they can evenly like do that within the span of one movie without it feeling like a mess. Yeah, because that's the thing. And we've talked about this when we talked yeah. about it before yeah, is when Marvel did the Avengers, they, were, they made a commitment. They're like, yeah. okay, it's going to be 10 years. And we're gonna do we're laying the groundwork. We're gonna do each one, and then Avengers happens, and that's why it blew up so much. Right, and that's why I think Avengers two wasn't as because it lost the authenticity, and now it's become the norm. Now it's the norm that 
you know, okay, this is a Cap movie, but it's Cap, Iron Man, Black Panther, War Machine, Spider-Man. Black, you know, Black Black Widow. Well, Black Widow, yeah, Scarlet Witch. Black Canary. Black Canary. <laughs> uh, no, not Black Now on Arrow. But, you know, whatever. And then Ra- in Ragnarok, Thor's in it. I mean, Thor's <laughs> Well, duh. Wow. <laughs> in Thor Ragnarok, wow. Thor's in, in it? In Thor Ragnarok, Thor's in it. No, in Thor Ragnarok, uh, Hulk's Hulk. in it. Yeah, Hulk. So it's like become like they're not even solo films anymore. They're like no. mini Avengers. It's these movies. these stories that which is fine, just but, you know groundwork. Which now. that's the thing that like has been annoying me lately. There's been a lot of news that I just want to be like, yeah, no crap. There Ooh. was a um, post I saw like two or three weeks ago, and it was on it was on you know like the. Uh, Usual sites I check, like Polygon or yeah. IGN and those, and it was like uh, reports that Infinity Wars is going to have a full Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe cast. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, really? no crap. Like, that's been the that's plan the point. since the beginning. If it was just the <laughs> Avengers, then It'd be I an be, Avengers movie. Yeah, like which it is called, I think, Avengers, Avengers Infinity, Infinity War. War. But, like... That was always the intention. I think Avengers is in, is the small font at the top of it. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's Infinity yeah. War. But um, yeah, I mean, like, why else would you be setting up the Guardians? Yeah. Why else would you be setting up Spider Man? Right. Yeah. You know, the only thing that was kind of interesting in the article is they said that it's kind of like a all hands on deck kind of thing. So yeah. people have been asking, like. Well, does and that, um, Jessica Jones and Daredevil and yeah. Does, um, well, they were asking like, does that mean Jessica Jones and Daredevil yeah. and Nick Ca- not Nick Cage, Luke Cage? Yeah, Nick Cage is what I said. Nick Cage, <laughs> Nicholas Cage, as <laughs> Nicholas Cage as Nova. Um, you know those kind of things. Um, oh, I just realized that I John C. Riley is Nova. Well, n- no, he's one of the Nova. <laughs> he's one of the Nova Corps. Yeah. Uh, that I completely forgot about Captain Marvel. That's I'm excited for that, and there's still nothing on yeah, that. But that's still. true. And the Inhumans are happening in 2020. Inhumans, 2020. <laughs> um, yeah, geez. Um, I'm excited uh, a lot, you know, extremely for um, Doctor Strange, for sure. Like, some of the pictures I've seen. Good. Yeah, good. I, at first I was not a huge fan of Cumberbatch being... Um, after, Doctor Strange. Honestly, and then after, after some of the pictures I've seen of him in costume, I'm like, right. okay, he looks he looks good. Like I, he's a good actor. He like, is a good actor. In, for in sure. Sherlock, I liked him a lot. The only thing that I haven't particularly enjoyed him in was Into Darkness. Yeah, but I just like, I didn't really enjoy that movie. I love overall. how you went from they went from Ricardo Montalban to <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch and like. Kind of a big ethnic dis- difference. It's a there. big difference, and it's it's like. But then again, everything in the start, the quote unquote JJ verse, as they call it, is nothing like actual Star no. Trek, really. Which I watched a lot of over break. I I love, I um, I do love Star Trek. I am more of a Star Wars fan for sure. Like that's not even a question. But I love Star Trek as well. So, um, but yeah. So I I. Well, and I love to. Well, did you see that JJ officially? came out and kind of apologized for them. Not like that they exist, but just kind of like, I made that way more complicated than it needed to be. Yeah. 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 Which, it was, it's good because uh, apparently they are working, like CBS is going to bring a Star the Wars show back Star Trek. on a Star Trek. Yeah, it's going to be, Sorry. you can stream it. I don't think it's going to be on TV. 
Okay. It'll but be like a Netflix series? Kind cool. of, yeah. Um, but that's awesome. You know, that's that's truly where Star Trek belongs. It's like the movies are good, yeah. but Star Trek, it definitely is TV. And, you yeah. know, and it's no, good on TV. It's individual stories. Yeah. And like, yeah, things carry over between episodes. But right. if the movies, you know... Oh, speaking of which, yeah. uh, two other things. Uh, now I'm just remembering stuff that we haven't gotten to talk about. That's fine. Uh, this one's going to be a long one. I think it already is a long one. Um, is uh, the Star Trek Beyond trailer. Yeah, I did watch that. It was, I mean, it was neat. Um, yeah. Like, you saw a lot of stuff. I, I thought it was portrayed in the weirdest way. Like, I don't know why they're like, we're going to play the Beastie Boys song again from the first one, and it's going to yeah. be over top of scenes that definitely shouldn't have had this over it's, top of. Um, it was a weird, tonally it was a very weird. The trailer, trailer, like the movie looks good, but the trailer I thought was dumb. Like, I thought the trailer yeah. was bad. Like, there was if, zero hype from that If there's trailer. another one, I'm sure there will be another trailer. Um, I'll, I'll be more interested to see more right. of it. Um, cause I don't think it's like you said, I don't think it's the best look at right. what that picture is. No, be. I, I think it looks tonally better for the Star Trek movies. Like they're away from earth yeah. for once, which is good because yeah. Star Trek never really was about earth. It's about our future, but yeah. it's, it was about the exploration. That's, that's the prime directive. Yes. So, <laughs> um, anyway, so there's that. You know, that looks cool, and, you know, some new, you have new species in there as well that, yeah. like, you haven't seen before, which is neat, and you're going to, one thing that annoys me is that the Enterprise is getting destroyed again. It's like, like how many ev- times could that happen, really? Yeah, every single Star Trek movie since, like, Wrath of Khan, they're like, ah, oh, we're going to have to destroy the Enterprise. It's And I it's mean, like, wh- <clears throat> why? Like, yeah. you don't need, like, I understand... The first time you did it, people were like, oh, not the, snap, Enterprise. the Enterprise. But now yeah. it's just kind of like, well, they're just going to build a new one because every single time they just build a new one. Yeah. And then in so there's some like cases, no, the, there's no point to it. The the one thing that I was like, why, when I was watching Star, Star Trek over the break in the, um, Next Generation, mm-hmm. in the pilot, when the the thing just, like the living section just detaches. Oh, from the, the, the disc? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. why? Like, well, I think they're just <laughs> trying to show the Enterprise, that's the Enterprise B, yeah, right? The Enterprise yeah. B? I think they're just trying to show that, like, it got upgraded. It's like, <laughs> but, like the practical use yeah, of that yeah. in any other situation. Yeah. But anyway. Um, anyway um, <laughs> so that, that I, trailer I thought was weird, but the movie yeah. looks, I still think that movie's going to be good. Um, at least, better i guess um yeah hopefully. the other one and i want to specify right here right now for anybody that thinks i'm like a potter hater i'm not i love harry potter i do those are some of my favorite books by far i loved the movies as well but were you equally not impressed by the fantastic, fantastic Beast Beast them trailer trailer there's nothing garbage. there there was garbage <laughs> it was absolute garbage like I, it showed nothing that's the thing is i'm it, excited it for, showed nothing i'm excited for that movie mm-hmm. because you know it's harry potter again and let's be honest everybody that's super excited for it, it's literally just because we get to see the wizarding world again but and it was like the setting's really cool i think yeah, yeah. but literally that trailer is like we filmed like Two, six scenes maybe yeah and, and like I've, and nothing happens in that <laughs> Nothing happens in them. Um, someone and, and came in to New York with a box full of magical creatures. We need to find them. Here's Mr. Eddie. Scamanda. And then black. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like the beginning they're doing Lumos and it like it's just I was like that's not even going to be in the movie like they literally just did that for the, like, yeah, that's just to fill effect. space. Yeah, they didn't need Eddie Redmayne to do that. Yeah. Um <laughs> and that yeah, you're right. Literally that trailer is like Sony Canada New York is a package. Here's here's Eddie Redmayne and then here's a person yelling Mr. Scamander and then here's just him yeah. opening a box and then shutting it. Yeah. And I'm like there is no there's, reason there's nothing in that to trailer. be hyped about. Like, no. if they didn't have anything yet, which is pretty much impossible because it's coming out this year. Yeah, that's true. Like, I want to talk to who is in charge of their marketing and be like, what, what, <laughs> like, what makes you people want to see this? Speaking of me. Like, literally the same exact reason people got excited for it. They could have literally just had, like, J.K. Rowling walk out and be like, they're making the movie. Um, there's a movie that's mm-hmm. coming out this year, and but, like it would have the same effect because people yeah. were just excited because it's Harry Potter, which I am. I love Harry Potter. Right, right, right. That the, that trailer gave no reason to be excited for that no. movie, and besides Harry Potter. Um, speaking of marketing teams, I wish to yell at. Um, I don't know if you ever saw the um, 2008 movie Cloverfield. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, um, you're talking about what is it? Is it like two ten? Ten Cloverfield Lane. Is it just ten Cloverfield? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I I don't. I'm gonna. This is a very interesting um, kind of perspective, I guess, because I hate Cloverfield as a movie. Like okay. I really don't, and it had, or I really don't like it. I kind of probably should have figured finished that sentence, but like, I liked the premise to Cloverfield. I like the idea behind Cloverfield. Yeah, I like this was like... the soundtrack to Cloverfield, truly good. And most importantly, the marketing for Cloverfield was incredible. Right, yeah, it there was, was almost one gave trailer. birth to the modern found... F- I mean, obviously the modern found footage was um, Blair, Blair Witch, Witch yeah. but like the modern, modern, like the new age the found footage. The post-modern found footage. The post-modern, yeah. Yeah, but... Was the, Cloverfield the, pretty much. The but. marketing for it, there was one trailer mm-hmm. during Transformers, mm-hmm. the first one. And then uh, uh, you hear the monster roar, you hear something's wrong, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what did I just watch? Yeah. And young, impressionable me in 2008 was mm-hmm. like, that seems really cool. I looked in as far as I could. There was like this whole ARG regarding the movie. Yeah. yeah there yeah. was a website with It was like, like a big- Yeah. It was kind of like- Campaign leading up to it, yeah. Yeah. And- um. It got people really, really excited for this movie, and I was equally as excited because of how much I'd followed this campaign. Mm-hmm. And then the movie was just kind of okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's uh, it could be better. And made a lot of people sick from the handicap. Yeah, yeah. So there was that. But then, just in the middle of nowhere, the trailer for Ten Cloverfield Lane comes out, mm-hmm. and well, I I'm that's my reaction. <laughs> Yeah. First of all, it looks interesting enough. The thing is... But, like, I don't like that they. it's not going to be a found footage in the similar style. It's... it's or if it from is... From what like, I understand, um, it wasn't originally going... It, they weren't always planning it to be a Cloverfield movie. Because oh. it was initially um, credited as a movie called The Bunker, and then mm. another one called... Um, it's a, uh, a hello, excuse me. Yeah, don't, don't worry. I it's don't know what that yeah. was. Um, 
But no, it was originally an, another movie um, title someplace in California. I can't remember the name. Uh-huh. Um, but it always had Mary Elizabeth Winstead tied to it. It always had John Goodman tied to it. Right. And um, when after the movie trailer came out, um, it was basically explained that most of the action takes place within this bunker. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it. Right. And uh, uh, thinking to myself, if it's set in the same quote-unquote universe as Cloverfield, and right. and obviously it's in the West Coast, it's like, why even call it a Cloverfield movie? And why not just make it this tense, character-driven drama about a post-apocalyptic world, yeah, these characters trying like, to survive? Yeah, and then it's like, oh, surprise, they're in the Cloverfield. And it, it's uh, uh, the reported budget so far is $5 million. So you're going to see the monster maybe at the very end. And yeah. then the main, well, yeah. main character dies, probably. Yeah. Uh, so I just like... Well, and that's the funny thing, too, that the main hype that that trailer got wasn't because of even it being Cloverfield. It was people being like, wait. What? Like... <laughs> JJ did this in secret. Yeah, that's, like that—that that was like the main coverage. It wasn't even like, oh my god, they made a sequel. The thing to is, is, he's not the director. No, he's just producing it. He just produced it. Which and that's like a lot of people are like, how did he do that when he was doing Star Wars? I'm like, because he like just funded. The, he like yeah. sent money. So <laughs> I mean, like the trailer, I'll give it. It has a a, to- a, ve- a very specific and very effective tone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you watched it or not. I did watch okay. it. Okay. Huh? Um. So, like, from where I'm coming from, like, if it was just a tense, character-driven drama, Mm -hmm. I think it could be a successful movie. Right. Like, if you get rid of the ties to the Cloverfield mythos, Right, because people are going to go in and they're going to want to see... The monster. The monster and it to be New York and, you know, like... Because remember, originally when they were discussing a Cloverfield sequel, it was going to be... A relative of Cloverfield... Of Clover, rather. Oh, well, I was talking about, um, I remember it being, well, th- there was that concept, but then um, I heard it was going to be the same monster, but um, it was just going to be like a different person in the city's experience. Right, because um, there's, it, it's on the Wikipedia page, there's a quote, um, I think it was from JJ, uh-huh. about um, how in the movie, um, the main uh I guess the camera person um, crosses paths with someone else on the camera. So the idea was to continue the story from the other person's perspective. Right. So it would have been at the same time as the original, but you just were seeing new development. Which would have been interesting had it come out like in 2010. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The fact that it's been eight years since Cloverfield originally came out, mm-hmm. the fact that Cloverfield didn't have a super huge impact aside from the marketing campaign, right. and the fact that this movie doesn't have even a single trace of that, you yeah. know, creativity. That, that makes the, so that, much more sense now when you said that it wasn't originally intended to be a Cloverfield movie because I had that first thought when I watched it. I was like, how is this related to Cloverfield? You hear a roar, eerie blue light, and then don't go outside. It's like, yeah. okay, all right, but like... Clearly, the film shows a bunch of different events leading up to her getting there. Yeah. So, if anything, that's going to be in the final act. Yeah. And then, what's the point? Yeah. So, it's just, I don't know. I. Well, and it's kind of different now because... And it's coming out in March. So, yeah. I doubt we're going to get another trailer. 
Yeah. So, it, it's kind of interesting now, too, because the original draw of Cloverfield was like, what is this? Like, what's exactly. happening? What's going on? Exactly. And this now, if most of the story is in the bunker and the final act is just her going out and being like, oh, my God, there's chaos and there's this monster, like, the whole time we know. Like, if if, if this was the original Cloverfield, it would be different because you'd be like, oh, crap, like, there's this monster out there. Like, I didn't expect yeah. that. Like, they were just in this bunker. I thought the guy was, like, crazy and was keeping her locked up or something. But, like, that would have been a twist. But now yeah. we know the – it's basically we know the punchline and they're showing us the joke. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. how I feel about it. And that's why I just – like, I want, I'm want. i probably going to see it Yeah, I, yeah at I'm some point. It, but um, it's just I don't – it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird way they're doing it. Because I cared about the idea of Cloverfield, mm-hmm. not the product, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. So I don't know. I just I wanted to yell about that while we were still talking. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, is anything else? Did you watch Jessica Jones? I did watch Jessica Jones. Did you was, like Jessica Jones? I did like Jessica like, Jones. It was very good. Um, yeah. Very different from Marvel. I know we've been putting off talking about it because neither one of us watched it when it actually <laughs> first came out. Sorry about that. But um, it was very different from Marvel. Yeah. Very gritty. No, definitely. Very gritty, um, you know, real world issues, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, actually kind of refreshing mm-hmm. um, for a superhero thing. Um, very good. Um, I find it very surprising that they said there isn't going to be a second season. I mean, I or think like it's, they're not planning on doing it right now, or it's getting backtracked because of the defenders, or. Well, I think um, the the characters that Jessica Jones focuses on are going to be in other. Right. Yeah. Luke Cage things. is getting his own. Right, uh, and then Netflix after Luke Cage, and, Iron Fist, Iron, and yeah. then after Iron Fist will be defenders. Right. So. Which I kind of wish they would just lump um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist together and just do a Heroes for Hire. Yeah, because I, I kind of be awesome. just want that to happen so then we can get to Because I don't know defenders. what else I – like, I like these grounded um, – The ground level stories. The ground level yeah. um, Netflix stories. But at the same time, too, it's like it doesn't feel – Jessica Jones – Felt especially detached. Yeah, if, it felt very just like I, – I mean, until you got more into Kilgrave and his powers and that yeah. kind of stuff, it felt very just like this could be a cop drama. Not cop drama, but – Yeah. Yeah. Also – Like it felt very grounded compared to the rest of the Marvel universe. Um, Daredevil not too much until yeah. – like at the Daredevil end, felt um, – It still it still felt like a superhero. Yeah, definitely. Show. Um and maybe the difference is that Jessica Jones doesn't wear a mask, you know, whatever. And that's my concern with Luke Cage is I feel like it's still going to feel very... It's just going to be strong guy punching things. Grounded <laughs> besides, like, I feel like all the time he's going to get, like, shot in the face and then be fine. Yeah. There was a lot it, with Jessica Jones that, like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, no. a lot of the, the um, action sequences, like, the drama in the series was yeah, fantastic. the drama was very good. But the action was just kind of, like, Jessica punching someone and then cutting to a wall across yeah. the room and them hitting it. I'm like, okay, how many yeah, times can was, you do that? It was very different, especially compared to Daredevil. Daredevil had really, like, Daredevil's visceral... fighting... And I remember that was the thing that stuck out for me for Daredevil because, obviously, it was the first of the Marvel Netflix series. Right. And I remember it, like, weirded me out that I was like, he just, like, broke that guy's leg. It was And, like, it was you super saw violent. the bones. Like, yeah. And I was like, 
that's never like happened in like a superhero. Like even you know, Man of Steel, you you know, he snaps Zod's neck. Spoiler for alert for like a what six year old movie? That movie came out. No, it's maybe less than that. I think it's less than that. Maybe five, four, four, four five, whatever. I think it came out in twenty ten. I think. Uh, yeah. I think. So okay, not entirely six years, but yeah. anyway. Um but like when he did it, it's not like you saw Zod's like bone out of his neck, but like yeah. that surprised me and then like there was some that the one fight, and I know what you're talking you'll you'll know what I mean, when it was like the one shot where it just like was the continuous shot of him fighting that guy and it like never cut. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. that was cool. Like that yeah. was a really cool thing. Um I'm actually really excited for season two. Me too. I'm not a huge fan of Punisher, and some people might. I like, I like Punisher. I do like Punisher, but to me, it's I don't know. He was never one of my favorite heroes, but it'll be interesting to see him on there. If, like, yeah, I'm assuming you've seen some of the pictures that they have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for it. It looks good. Yeah, um, no, I'm definitely excited. Really interested um, to see how that goes. Even um, if Punisher wasn't involved, I mean, I, I'm glad that they're. Um, I'm just curious how him he's in, going though. to tie into. You know, because obviously, um, why can't I think of his name? Uh, Kingpin, but... Uh, the, yeah, um, 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 yeah. Fisk. 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 Um, him coming back. I, that last episode for me, I think... That's a good episode. That, like, that fi- the final episode of Daredevil mm. really, I thought, was fantastic. Like, I like when he's in the truck being taken off. Like, you know, you think that... You know, he's finally won. You think Daredevil finally won. And then he's like, you know, I tried to help this city. Now I'm just going to take it for myself. And then, like, not to spoil things, obviously, but then, like, it turned out things were not as they seemed. And that moment for me, I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. (laughs) That got, like, that moment got me hyped. I was like, season two, like, right now. Like, right now, let's do it. Yeah. And I think it'll be interesting just to bring Punisher in because Spider-Man has a lot of interactions with mm-hmm. Punisher. Um, so does Daredevil. Yeah, so, they do. Yeah. I mean, it'll be cool um, to see them interact, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, what else? Jessica Jones, I didn't... The last episode wasn't the strongest. No, I mean, it was very much just like, yeah, we did it. Yeah, the the... I don't want to get into spoilers really with it because it's still relatively recent. Um, yeah. But it, the final confrontation, in my opinion, wasn't as. No, um, there was much more intense moments. Yeah. In the series, like there. Just between those two characters, yeah. too. Like yeah, like they didn't even. Uh, yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. The end felt very anticlimactic. <laughs> like super anticlimactic. Yeah. But. But yeah. Overall, it was pretty good. I liked Daredevil a bit more, I think. But I, ju- I do too. But I did really like Jessica Jones. I did. Yeah, um, I liked. I liked the issues it tackled. Um, yeah, it felt really human. It did, which it is felt important. More grounded than Daredevil did. Which in a it's good interesting. Way, in a it's good it's way. interesting that we are saying that after we had the whole realism. Well, yeah, it's that we're discussion. we're praising Marvel for doing these things and kind of down downplaying yeah. DC's. because well, I think that Marvel doesn't. Overdo it. Marvel doesn't take the realism too seriously. The ridiculousness of, you know, yeah. Hi, I'm Luke Cage, and here, and I'm gonna put a bandsaw against my my stomach. It's kind of like a a self-aware type of realism. Table saw. Table saw. I don't know. It was. It's. It's self-aware. I think. And yeah, like they still have. Like it's. 
I when I say ground, they're <clears throat> more grounded in realism. It's like they're covering actual issues at the ground level that you don't see in the big yeah. movies. But it's still in a way that like it's not like they had to be. Oh well, Luke Cage lost his. <coughs> okay, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but I'm gonna say it. Uh, many, 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 many spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, like, Luke Cage lost his wife, so that means he had to turn to a life of crime, and now he's a crack addict, and, like, like that's what I feel like... No Joker. DC would do with that. Yeah. But them, it was just, like, he's heartbroken, and that, like, was enough. Like, that's that was like just the enough. human reaction to that, yeah. Yeah, instead so. of, like, oh, yeah, he was unbreakable, but then... Then his wife died, so then his heart's broken, so then he need he turns his life a crime, and then Jessica's gonna have to fight him, and he's gonna be like, uh, you know, like yeah, s- yeah, sketched out. Like that's why I feel like DC takes it like five steps too far. Like, yeah, I feel like when Marvel deals with realism, it's just like, okay, let's take two steps in that realm, and then DC's like, let hurdle into there. <laughs> And that's what I think why there's a difference for me at least, and you know, yeah. But and I don't want it to come off that like I'm just a Marvel fanboy because I do love DC. I do, and I think in a lot of ways DC's comics does far better than Marvel's I, comics. Yeah, does. no, I agree with you. Um, like, and I love Marvel's characters too, but like, I, I just feel like their storytelling in the in the comic books right. and that I've, kind of stuff is ev- like ever since I was younger, stronger. Like ever since I was younger, I. The main superheroes, like most children, it's Spider-Man on Marvel side. It's Batman or Superman on the DC side. Right. But yeah. I had Batman pajamas. Yeah, with exactly. With a cape, I'd get, I'd wear them again if they made them in adult <laughs> sizes. <laughs> but Bat, like the the DC universe has a lot of really interesting characters, and so does the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way the stories are told in the DC comics are generally more. It's almost like the DC comics are more like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah. They're not always super serious, but they do have this kind of, you know, self-aware... Yeah, they're not too over the top. Yeah, they're not super over the top. And then Marvel Comics... They're beyond the days of, like, oh, no, the sun's going to explode... Well, Superman will just as a super secret sun reductor sneeze power. Yeah. And then Marvel, it's just like, let's reset everything every two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marvel now is like, who hasn't fought? Who um, hasn't died yet? Okay. Um, we need more Spider-Man. The Inhumans versus the Thunderbolts. Uh, series like that. The Thunderbolts is oh my gosh! I that's, have that's what Marvel does now. They just sit and they're like, "Who yeah. hasn't fought? Who hasn't died?" Deadpool. That's, that's what. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, well, okay, I guess this time our special will be um, Doctor Doom fights the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is almost what Secret Wars was. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't know I. I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a lot stronger than DC's so far. Right, so far. I mean, they haven't had any solidified... I mean, the only thing that they've done for a unified universe so far before Man of Steel actually comes out is, like, there was a Wayne satellite, and you saw it for, like, like half a second. Yeah. And there's Gotham. Yeah. And Arrow and Flash. Well, but uh, none those of those characters count. are yeah, going to be count. in the movies, so... Yeah. I guess they they don't really count. 
Yeah. Which I'm still surprised they didn't do. Like, I can understand not doing Flash and, you know, Gotham and some of those, but I'm a little surprised that they didn't go with um, the actor that screen Arrow in Arrow. Right. Cause because a lot of people really like him. Like, I'm, yeah. I, you and I have talked about this. I'm not a fan of Arrow or Flash, really. The the shows, like, the heroes I am. But, no, I think they're cast but, well. Yeah, definitely. no, I think they're cast well. But uh, a lot of people really, really like Arrow and the cast, and so I'm kind of surprised they didn't have him. Yeah. Well, they are not even doing Green Arrow for Justice League, right? I don't think so. Yeah. So. So, I mean, maybe he could still be, but. It, it would, it, yeah. It'll be a different. Well, I think they wanted to get distance from the Avengers. Like, if Justice League was, like, yeah, we have a super strong guy that's like an alien slash god. Yeah. And a super rich guy with gadgets. And yeah. a guy that can shoot arrows. Like, people would be like, so this is just event DC's Avengers? Well, like people yes. that like people <laughs> that like wouldn't. Well, that'd be the ironic thing is the Justice League was always before yeah. the Avengers. Yeah. But that would be the ironic thing is unknowing people now just watching the movies would be like they're just copying the Avengers, which is hilarious because the Avengers are yeah. technically a copy of the Justice League. Yeah. But well. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like they wanted to make the team different enough that you have Cyborg, who I guess you could kind of compare to Iron Man, but still different. Kind of. Um, you know, and then nobody, I mean, I guess you had Quicksilver, but then he, well, things happened. Uh, he's not a mutant. He's not a mutant, but he's not a mutant. Like, um, no matter what anyone says, do not <laughs> call them a mutant, because Marvel can't do that anymore legally. Yes. They actually can't even make a solo no. Hulk film. No, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, like, they've. that's the funny thing, is they've basically, like, yeah, we want to, but Fox. We, we can't. <laughs> um, but I, I think having the Flash in there is nice because you know you have you don't have a really equivalent on the Avengers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right. Aquaman. There's nobody. I mean, I guess Aquaman. You could kind of compare to Thor in a way, uh, in a very weird way. I guess they have s- similar armor. Yeah, and it's <laughs> both. You know, like. A rugged Mythos mountain kind men. of feel. And well, then again, the mytho- mythological thing is kind of filled by Wonder Woman. That's true. I guess she's still a goddess. Yeah, well, is child she... of a goddess? Do I we don't know? know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know anything about Wonder Woman right now in the DC universe. Right. Cinematic universe. I hope the... The, the... DCCU. That's awful. Um... <laughs> Instead I of the just MCU, the 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 solo Wonder Woman movie is. I hope it's good. Good. Me too. Yeah. Actually, and people will laugh at this, but I really want, um, I really want the Aquaman movie to be good. Like it I want, has to be. I want people to stop <laughs> making fun of Aquaman because he actually is a great hero. It's just like you're right. In certain circumstances, it's like we're in Arizona. Like, what Aquaman, are you? Just... What are you gonna do? <laughs> He's like, dang it. <laughs> I brought a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and in my bucket, I have Cthulhu. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, all right. All right, yeah, Aquaman. <laughs> my favorite is there's a picture, and it was just like Aquaman. He's standing on a pier, and there's all these, like, aliens, and there's these great white sharks that just are, like, <laughs> jumping out and biting him. And it's like, you want to make fun of me now? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Fair enough. But um, there you go. 
Well, yeah. Anything else, Brendan? Um. Now that we've gone over by a lot. I I don't think there was any intention to have an hour long episode. No, this. this is a long special episode, if you will. Um. Uh. Mm, what else did I play? I played Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. I heard that's pretty decent. It's just kind of like. Yeah. More. More. It um. The, the typical go to this cave kill something type no, quest. No, it actually has more meaningful quests than Skyrim. Oh. Oh no no that's what. Somebody was telling me about um, Fallout 4 that it has That's a very similar, like, yeah, it's the same just go to this vault system. and it, it, like, feels so much like Skyrim. It's yeah. just basically Skyrim in the it apocalyptic yeah. future. It's the Radiant system, so it's the same yeah. type of thing. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, though, um, the thing is, is the, the, sec- the like, there's three different um, factions, mm. and then there's three different races within each of those factions. Okay. Um, the Daggerfall Covenant is based in Daggerfall, which is like the right, upper yeah. left of it's like Cyrodiil. the like desert type. There is a desert, yes. Yeah, isn't Hammerfall very arid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's that, um, and it's a really interesting, um, just like from a setting perspective, mm-hmm. it's an interesting change from Skyrim. Um, but then the other ones, like, it's just Skyrim. So it's like Nor and, and then, Imperial. Yeah, and then the other one's Morrowind. It's like, oh. Mm. And then a lot of the other places just kind of feel poorly designed, except for the ones that I've been to so far, which seems weird. Like, why would you put all your unique locations in one area? Right. But a lot of it reminds me of, like, um, not Ultima, EverQuest Online. Okay. In the fact that it's just kind of really generic fantasy. Okay. And I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> like it it the Elder the thing about Elder Scrolls is that it always feels unique. Mm-hmm. Usually it's it should, I feel like, because of the diversity of races, the diversity of locations, the yeah. the lore, the really Yeah, it's really <laughs> expansive well, lore. Well, that's the funny thing is people get so excited about Elder Scrolls just from the concept of like I want to see what they do with new places. Yeah. Like it, it's not not even necessarily like, oh, this new one's really, you know, it's a next-gen one, so it's whatever. Yeah. Like, people are just like, I want to see Elsewhere, or I want to see Hammerfell. Elsewhere is cool. I want to see... Stros Mackay, which is yes. in Elder Scrolls Online. Or Black Marsh. Like, you know, people just, I like, want to see, like, new locations. Yeah. And, like, the lore that they attach to it and the story that they tell in those locations. Yeah. And, I mean, it's interesting because all of those places were accessible in Daggerfall, the second one. Mm-hmm. But not to the same scale or intensity as Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim. Right. Right, right. Yeah, they just want to see them, like, that in depth that they did with yeah, definitely Oblivion and then uh, Skyrim. Yeah, which, I mean, I will I, – I commend – the team um, working on Elder Scrolls Online because there is a lot of really cool stuff and mm-hmm. it's definitely fun to play. Um, and it's just weird because like you basically in the personal quest you're you're the chosen one mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it always is in the Elder right. Scrolls games and the Fallout games that Bethesda's made. But then you have every other chosen one also running around with you. Yeah. So it's that's the thing I always like... found kind of weird about. Destiny, like I do still yeah. really like Destiny, is it's just like you're the guardian and we've got a bunch of guardians, but for some strange reason you're the one you're that the destroys, destroys all the 
people, but then all your other people, if they got the DLC, also destroyed the darkness. You're you're stuff. the one that went into the uh, uh, the, the Hellmouth and yeah. killed the guy. <laughs> yeah, it was so you. It's always kind of weird. It's like you're the special one, and then especially when you like finish. And then the you're main... sparrow racing, and you're like, are these also the special ones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sparrow racing was weird. I enjoyed it. It's kind of um, cool. <laughs> I, it was cool, but I also hated the fact that they made your they made your other armor like obsolete like i i got a like legendary helmet and it was really cool looking yeah and it was i think it was 280 yeah that's that's the um that's the lowest drop you can get from sparrow racing when you're level 30 280 and then i did um sparrow racing and like the first helmet i won was like 281. Yeah. And I'm like, so I like worked my butt off to get this mm-hmm. really cool helmet, and this was just like, you raced around and you finished. If if you play Spire Racing for like three hours, you can get to like 300 plus light level. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's like, it's unfortunate because they're cool, but at the same time, it's like, I, but there's like quests <laughs> and stuff for me to yeah. like, like the games based around me getting these items that and you, you can made break it with obsolete. a racing mini game. It's, yeah. I don't know. I'm interested. Spare racing, I, like, I liked it as an option. I just wish they yeah. would kind of like, I, I don't know. I wish that those armors didn't affect light or mm-hmm. something. That, if it like, was just like a secondary. Like, yeah, like I you wish, could have like a racing armor set or something. Um, and I guess you kind of can with um, when you consume the items to um, increase the power levels of things. Mm-hmm. Um, just have a cosmetic only slot. Like, yeah. be able to put a have uh, one armor on and then mm-hmm. a cosmetic exclusive that doesn't affect your stats or anything, which right. a lot of MMOs do. Right. Um, both Elder Scrolls Online and um, Star Wars Old Republic, which I've talked about, mm-hmm. they have cosmetic um, options. Same with Guild Wars 2. Yeah. Same with Warcraft. Like, Yeah, which that's a nice thing that, like, <clears throat> that um, Bungie is consistently updating Destiny that yeah. they could potentially do that at some point. And and but year three, I th- I think they have things planned. Yeah, I don't and even that's the know. Thing too, that like also is really weird is they have year two obviously, but whenever they have Zer come in and you have like first of all, did you have you played since Bungie randomly was like strange coins for everyone? Yeah, and like the, the, you go in and it's like you got like. Like eight thousand strange coins, not that many, but it felt like no. It. For New Year's, they gave you like twenty. Yeah, yeah, like I just went in, like, and I didn't even know about it, and there was the messenger. Yeah, and I just like when I was like, okay, what's up, bro? And it's like strange coins and strange coins. You should, and strange go, coins. you should go spend them on legacy items from year one. Yeah, that's the problem. Is Zer <laughs> only brings in exotics from year one? He's like. Yeah, this is really great unless you do anything like from the Taken King. Well, like there's there's some at all. There's you <clears throat> excuse me, there's one class item for each class obviously that's year 2. Right. And then you have legacy weapon and a legacy armor option. Right. And then you get the fi- the 3 of coin which you get 5 of. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the fibers. But yeah. Yeah, it I don't know. I I I'm pretty positive that there's more expansion stuff i'd imagine that you're going to you know and i don't see any reason why they wouldn't you still have a lot of people that play yeah i thought there was um like one more expansion for destiny and then destiny 2 well i I don't i don't know um Um, off the top of my head 
Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. know. The Sparrow Ray thing was fun, but it yeah. just that that's the thing that bothered me is that besides the cool like sparrows that you could get, which I didn't play enough to get one. I got one. Which made me and sad. And then I gave it under lighting because of Zer. That's amazing. <laughs> um that's so amazing. Uh so I felt kinda bad about that that I didn't get to that, but it bothered me that like I would all my armor started becoming obsolete. Yeah. And I was like but I like worked hard to get these. <laughs> that's the that's one of the things that about Destiny that like is definitely off putting. The fact that you have to consistently grind to get things. Yeah, and they want you to improve your light so you can, you know, play the harder strikes. Yeah, but and, like it's you know, a very slow process. Yeah. Usually. Raids and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like they want you to do that, but then they hold these items out there like, check this out. This is the coolest thing you've seen in this game. And you're it's like... It's the heart of Praxis Fire for free. Here you go. I'm and like, you're oh, like, okay. yeah, that game, that looks awesome. And then you'll get like a regular like dinky looking helmet yep. that is just like was a lower tier thing in or a Taken light. King. And it's just like, yeah, that's better than that really cool thing. And you're like, but, but the other thing... Like, yeah. I want to wear that. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, that's part of the function of the being able to increase things' power um, yeah. by feeding it other items. But... <sighs> yeah. 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 Destiny still has issues. It does. But I still love it. I still like it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got um, I got Black Ops 3 for Christmas. Did you? Well, it was interesting. I mean, it's still kind of strange because I haven't been a part of the Call of Duty franchise since probably like I played Modern Warfare 3 was so probably the last one I owned. It's like three games. so Yeah, but still. I feel like a lot has happened in those three games because Modern Warfare 3 was still Modern Warfare. It was in the and future. Ghosts. It was in the future but it was like like, like, ten, like 10, 5 years in the yeah, future. Yeah, it's been three games. Yeah. Then. And now I'm like, wait, so I'm like a robot? Yeah, now it's And Halo. I can, like, just, like do robot stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm not a robot? How about that story? I haven't finished the com- campaign yet. Okay. I'm probably, like, just over halfway through. Uh, and I'm like, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Which, like, it's fun. Like, it's, you know, it's a Call of Duty game. It's exactly yeah. how you'd expect it to be. You shoot at things. It's mainly intended for the multiplayer, and they throw a campaign in there to give you a reason to play the multiplayer but um it, it, the concepts are interesting and it's kind of a cool idea but my, for me I always liked the Call of Duties that were historically based more yeah. like I really really and I played it a ton liked uh World, World at War, War. World and I really good. liked Black Ops 1 yeah like those two I really liked those and got super into them and then this it's like i i do i enjoy it it's fun to play for you know like i'm not gonna sit there for like eight hours and play all (laughs) night or anything like that and care to like prestige my weapons and do that kind of stuff but yeah you know it's fun to play um so it's just kind of an interesting uh interesting thing to kind of be like Wow, Call of Duty's changed a lot since like the last time I played. Cause now it's like, oh, you gotta go to the like the black market to like get stuff, and yeah. you've got like you can create 
your guns. Like that's and, how I feel about like, Halo, even though it's only been one game. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Halo has made big jumps it's since weird. three. It's weird. Like I played four. I played four yeah. multiplayer. Um, I don't know what it was, but like I was getting like twenty five kills a match in Halo Four, and I'm okay. like, um, okay. Oh, in four, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Four, if, it was I weird because I used for me anymore. Four was weird because it used. To, I used to be absolute garbage at three. Like I loved playing mm-hmm. Halo Three's See, I multiplayer. Was, I was. I was pretty good. I, I was garbage. Not to toot my own horn, but I was pretty good at Halo Three. And then, you know, not like okay, not garbage, but it was like if you I weren't had, on an MLG team. No. But no. you were better than someone who just picked up a controller. Right. But still, it was like there were definitely people that devoted way more time to it and yeah. would just destroy me on, on, you know, on Xbox Live, whatever. And then 4 came out, and I was like, I'm, like, holding my own, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't and know. Maps, I haven't, and I haven't played 5, but. It's like I've only, I haven't touched it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it's yeah. just, it's different. Different things are scary. Different things are scary. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not invested as much as I was in first-person shooters. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know about a last thing, but uh, definitely we should probably be slightly winding down. May- yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um. We do have to talk about the. Which I know we messaged each other, but the finalized Smash Bros. DLC. Yes. Yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah. First of all. Um, fly me to the moon. Fly Britain to the moon. Um, Bayonetta, awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, that's such a cool. Yeah. Li- I'm um, so happy with her. I like the look of her stage. Her moveset looks like it's going to be fun. It looks fantastic. It looks powerful, though. That's the thing that I think they need um, Smash needs to do is kind of I don't want to say dumb down the DLC, but They're, Cloud's super powerful, and I'm afraid Bayonetta is going to be overpowered yeah. too. Well, I'm sure there, there's going to be balance. Yeah, changes yeah. as things um, come out. As far yeah. as the like eight thousandth Fire Emblem character, Corrin? it feels like yeah, yeah, Corin. Like Corin looks okay. It looks, look- yeah, looks like a good character. Like, definitely more unique than other Fire Emblem characters. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I would much rather, like, if they gave the option, I'd be like, yeah, I'll take Corrin over Lucina. Because Lucina yeah. is just Marth. Yeah. With, uh, know, even in Fire Emblem Awakening, Lucina is sh- pretending to be Marth for, uh, like, four or five chapters in the story. Right. And originally, so. those characters were going to be individual characters. Yeah. Like, just skins. Yeah. Lucina was going to be very similar to how you can have male and female Robin Mm-hmm. With Marth, like Marth was going to be able to be either, you know, similar to how Alf is with Olimar. Yeah. Um, and Dr. Mario was going to be the same thing for Mario. You could be Mario, and one of them was Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario is better. What? Dr. Mario is better. He has yes. a spin instead yeah, of Yeah, he flood. does have the spin instead of the flood, which does nothing. <laughs> um, some people might be good with the flood. I'm sure it's probably good for, like, it's good for zoning. edge protection. <laughs> yeah. Keep but, the keep away game. Yeah, but it's it does nothing. <laughs> yeah. Unless you use the specials where it's like boiling hot water or whatever it is. But um who does that? Yeah. But it's it's just so annoying that it's like 
And, and I don't know, maybe, and I like, you know, I've never played Fire Emblem, and I've heard very good things about yeah. it. Yeah, but they're good games. They are good games. But for me, it's just like, why does Fire Emblem, like, Fire Emblem, as a, for Smash Bros., which as a whole, like, it's a good franchise, but it's not like a Nintendo all-star. I mean, it's like up there. But definitely, it's not like the pack of punch. Well, I think certain games are right, but not the whole series. Right. Yeah. So then you, it's like you have Marth, you have Roy, you have Ike, you have Robin, you have Lucina, and then now you have Corrin. So six mm-hmm. characters out of the r- roster are just from Fire Emblem, which like at least in North and three of them are basically the same character. And three of them are basically the same. And in North America, it's like yeah, Fire Emblem's a big game, but it's not that big. Like, you understand for Mario, because you have Mario, Luigi, Peach, yeah, yeah. you know, Rosalina. Well, the thing is, is Fire Emblem. Bowser, Bowser Jr. Yada Fire Emblem um, here. You could technically put Donkey Kong in there. <laughs> has always been a like Wario. very niche title yeah. in here, in America, mm-hmm. until Awakening came out. Awakening mm-hmm. was huge on yeah. the 3DS. Like, in high school, everyone with the 3DS was playing Fire Emblem Awakening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it was the big game of that season. So Fates is probably going to be something similar, um, the new one coming out. Right, which is but, what Corrin's from, right? Yeah, that was what a lot of people's first um, experience, aside from Smash, with a Fire Emblem game. Right. So it makes sense that Robin and Lucina are in there. Right. But Marth was only in the original Fire Emblem mm-hmm. on the SNES and the remake Shadow Dragon, which was on the DS here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, unless you've been paying attention to the series, it's really easy to miss where some of these characters are from. Right. So, I don't know. I It's not like I'm saying get rid of Marth. No. But. It just feels, it, it feels a little disheartening when the DLCs at first, like, I was okay with Roy because Roy was. Okay, Roy's our boy. Roy's our boy. Um, but he's he's different enough for Marth, I guess. Yeah, different enough. Well, and Roy was before Ike. Yeah. Now Roy and Ike are basically the same. Um, I mean, different enough because Roy's side B is definitely different from yeah, Ike's. But yeah. um, they have a similar function. Similar, yeah, similar feel. Um, but to me, at first, I was like, okay, well, they brought back Roy from melee melee is a lot of people's favorite smash yeah you know, whatever. i used to play roy like exclusively in understandable melee. i've actually come to realize that i don't like <clears throat> mewtwo that much like i like mewtwo being in there like for sure but i'm like but, yeah. i don't like playing as mewtwo i don't think mewtwo's like anyone's main as far as i know no. as far as people i i know that play smash right um lucas is fine because lucas is fine because it's the same thing everybody a lot of people want lucas back and you know Earth, Brawl was good yeah. Oh, it was really good. So yeah. and Earthbound and slash Mother, um, you know, like there's the only represent representation there is Ness. So it's kind of yeah. cool to bring Lucas in again. Um, <laughs> but it's just kind of disheartening that like the DLC when, especially when they've had all these people, you know, that like people never would have expected, like Ryu and Cloud. Like Cloud was the biggest I surprise of my life. I had I'm no still idea. Not like entirely. Like, we didn't even consider him when <laughs> no, we were taking our, we pres- didn't at all. our predictions. Because it's so ridiculous. Like, like it, to me, it felt not as ridiculous because they're both video game characters, but it was almost as ridiculous if they would have been, like, Goku. Like, it, it would have been similar. 
level of ridiculousness. I mean, people wanted Goku really bad. Yeah, but like <laughs> I understand why they didn't, but like that felt almost the same. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. I think it's when you had these people that you're like, wow, I never would have expected that, and for them for their like final video ever to be like, it's another Fire Emblem character. But, and, but then the, but then and then everyone was like, Bayonetta. And, like, I don't think anybody on the face of the planet, except for, like, the developers of um, the new Fire Emblem, uh, were like, yeah, Corrin. Yeah, <laughs> like, people were excited people. Yeah. for it. Like, people but are always no, happy for Bayonetta, more characters. Like, Bayonetta being in the game almost made the rating change in Japan. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, Bayonetta is so... Like I, I always wanted Bayonetta for to be in the Smash, mm-hmm. um, but I never thought it was going to happen. Yeah, honestly. See, my problem I think with Corrin is I really was one of those people. Well, Britton, you know I wanted Gino. You know I did. Yeah, no, I know. And we, and got, the we costume, got the costume, <laughs> which I did buy the costume, and I made it like a gunner, and I found a, I made a me. I actually like, you know how they had like here, use this as a suggestion yep. thing. I used that, but I improved upon it because it's like this doesn't look like Gino enough. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I improved on it, but it's still just kind of like a slap in the face. Yeah. Um. I understand. Because even because the, the move sets, it's not like you were like, oh yeah, yeah, well, it's my me, but it you know he's got like the little like powers that Gino does. It's yeah. just like it's my me, and <laughs> for some strange reason, Gino's shooting like a laser beam now. Yeah, you know. Um. Anyway. Uh. Bayonetta, though. But, no, Bayonetta is awesome. Like, I'm really excited for her. But I just, with Korra, I kind of wished it would have been somebody more of a dream kind of thing. Like, not, I'm not saying Shovel Gino. Knight. Shovel Like, Shovel Knight or Bomberman or, you know, when you had the head of Microsoft Studios say, like, yeah, you guys could do Banjo-Kazooie. And then they were like, nah. <laughs> like, yeah, that, right? that for me is kind of, because here's the thing. It's not like for Smash... I don't know. We'll just call it Smash NX. Well, I mean, since there are no rules anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, like, you're not going to expect, like, some people I understand. Because, like, a lot of people were upset when... Um, Shantae wasn't put in. I'm like, who? Just kidding. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> um, Like, the Inklings. Yeah. Like, when people were like, why well, aren't they in there? I was like, they're totally saving that for the next Smash. They're going to be... Probably. They're going to be the newcomers for the next Smash. Um. But some things like I don't expect from Devil May Cry. (laughs) No, and (laughs) like I don't expect like the next Smash, one of their newcomers that's like officially on the roster, not DLC, to be like Banjo Kazooie. No, so that's why I thought like, okay, yeah, do it for DLC, and then they don't have to be in the next one. Right. But I just you know, I understand why they are um, limiting the DLC produced for the Wii U version because. The NX is coming out, mm-hmm. and they can't devote resources to all these characters because no. it is a time-intensive no. it process. Is. It is. And a lot of work. But, I mean, there's really no reason why the Wii U Smash couldn't be, like, a platform that could go on for a while Yeah. Um, as far as DLC character goes. But then there's balancing and, yeah. like I said, there all is, the work of making new characters. So, yeah. I mean, I am definitely um, looking forward to... Corin, at least trying Corin. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna get Corin, and I'm, I'm gonna play around and see what I think. Yeah. Um, definitely gonna get Bayonetta. There's oh yeah. No question and then about the that. Bayonetta amiibo, and the Ryu amiibo, which is now available for pre-order at Best Buy. Oh, nice. By the way. Um, 
just subtle plug. Just so, just so you know. Um, yeah. So we'll have to see how that goes um, for sure. Yeah. So we've been talking for like two and a half hours. Yes. So we probably should. We should probably um, <laughs> reach our destination on this road to season two. So that was pretty much us covering everything five that weeks of just like our thoughts on yeah, things that that we otherwise would have talked. If about. you somehow made it through this entire magical journey with us, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> I feel like I like owe you something. So <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know what, but I feel something. like I owe you something. But no, um, yeah, I don't know. We just wanted to do this. Um, it was really spur of the moment. Well, it was spur of the moment too. And I think there was like things we needed to get out before we actually because otherwise, back in again. otherwise this, this would have been this would like, have leaked into everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. There you go. No. So, so this obnoxiously is long um, preview to <laughs> our returning antics. So yeah, we'll be back. Um, more videos, more content, more zany. Um, right. And since this Comments isn't, and titles. Yeah. Since this isn't an official video, do we have to do plugs at the end? I don't think so. Probably not. I mean... You guys know. Yeah. You guys know. We, yeah. If you is... listen for us for two and a half hours, I would surely hope that you like us but on there's Facebook. there's a reason why, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. didn't just stumble upon this. And if you did, day. hey, yeah. I mean, well, if you did, yeah, hi, welcome. Plug us up on Facebook. This is us. I'm not going to give you the... Address. Just I watched a lot of movies, but I'm not going to talk about that no, now because we're no. we're going out. No. Yeah, we're going I, I just remembered, like, oh, yeah. I had movies to talk. Yeah, about. there's there's things. But yeah, so that's yeah. thank you, um, thank thanks, thank you, and congratulations, congratulations. for making it through. Congratulations. Play us out. <laughs> I don't I don't remember exactly how it goes. Bye. You're listening to It Won't Turn Off on EdinburghNow.com. The show will begin after this short break. Please stay tuned. You have reached the office of It Won't Turn Off. Press 1 to leave a message. Press 2 to... <laughs> <laughs> a cat throwing up an air ball.